glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Hey, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. I'm in. <laughs> Large. Used to be out. XL. Thank God. How many did you get? That's nice. He's got a, he's got a couple extras. Oh, had, that's uh, so funny. So when you canceled because you had to go in the because you had to travel, the uh, he my, was just uh, like he just got show. the box. He was like, yes, please. "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> this came the day after our last. Episode. Right. So he was he's been sitting on it this whole time, and then we couldn't we couldn't go back for like two weeks because of the holidays. So Tom's been oh, very man. excited. Sorry, sorry, extra, everybody had to miss it. I paid an no, so I, I paid an extra ten bucks to get this shipped early. Yep. And then they delayed it because two of them were like had like a tear on it or something. Yeah. And so they, then I got a twenty five dollar credit back. So now we'll make. Is that you like that? You have an extra one? You like that? God. <laughs> oh no, uh, no uh, uh, koozies though. Don't worry. That'll be mine. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you contributed, contributed to the yeah, group. apparently, because nobody else told me shit. Yeah, he gets the easiest one. <laughs> okay, like, like three bucks each. I'll get, I'll get some shot glasses, too. <laughs> so, no, it would just been so nice if Bobby, you know, Mrs. Had Blanco re- surprised us with these glasses and then the shirts at the same time. Yeah. That, was, yeah. Uh, that, that would have been, been pretty epic. I kind of like this, though, better, because it's like double prizes. Yeah, I like this. Double prizes are good, always. It's like yeah. a late Christmas. It is late Christmas. We're on, uh, what, January 9th. Bobby, Thanks, that, dude. Who's that? Who's that other voice? I don't. I don't quite recognize it. You want to explain or introduce our, our guest today? Oh, you mean you're actually recording now? Yeah, we are recording. <laughs> now. God damn it! <laughs> what a concept. Sorry, you're not going to propose, was, are you? I was confused as to what you mean. All right. Well, we are joined <laughs> by our first in studio guest. In studio first. First in studio guest. We've, we've had Skype. Well, we've had Skype. Right. Actually, okay. Cookie joined us for one, but nice. oh, true. He was on a couch. Okay. Um, yep. And it is Chick Hernandez wow. of NBC Sports Washington. Good. Nice job and a brand change. Well done. Yeah, yeah. it's it's taken me a while. It's yeah. been a couple. It's been tough. It's taken sure, you for a while. Sure I've said know. it a few. I yeah. almost said uh, NBC Sports Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a mouthful. I get why they did mouthful. it, but it's a mouthful. Let me yeah. tell you something. You want a mouthful? When I first started there, uh, like the sponsors, uh, welcome to FDC Logicon Sports Night. Well, thanks. Good heavens. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I think I fell asleep during that. Yeah, F, F, yeah it was FD. F, actually, it was FDIC. Is that so HTS? I, yeah, it was brutal. No, bef- after HTS, we were just flat out Comcast Sportsnet, but the shows are sponsored by that and some other stuff, and it was just, but you know, they were paying the bills, so you had to say it. Oh, yes, Northrop Grumman Information Technology Sports Night. <laughs> there's which, no, there's which no chance. After like six months, it's I was fucking you know, terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was NGIT, so I started calling it Nigget. And <laughs> they, <laughs> they said eh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, great to be here. I appreciate the invite. Thank you. No, thank uh, you for coming. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I was afraid because I I asked you, and then you asked, was that a f- in person or a phone? I was like, we'd love to have you in person, yeah. but if you can't do that, you know, we, we, can, we can call you. I wanted to make sure, because I've heard sometimes you guys do the shows shortless, so I figured <laughs> i make sure that the clothes are on. You got to stop. Yeah. You got to tell Susie to stop tweeting that. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. we gained clothes today, though. Yeah, yeah. we did, did? gain clothes today. Nice shirts, by the way. <laughs> Those are spectacular. Thank you. Frock it, yeah. Like Designed it. them myself. Nicely done. <laughs> You're going to see that on Redskins 100 this year. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You can, uh, oh, man. Don't, don't tease us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, so during the offseason, Redskins fans, you can check 
check out on uh, NBC Sports Washington. Redskins 100 twice a week. Yep. Um, not set in stone which days. It depends on their Correct. schedule. But, yeah. you know, check him on Twitter at chick at NBCS. NBCS. That's right. That's, I, I, yeah, it changed it, too. The, yeah. Yeah, the, the Twitter <laughs> handle changed. I'm so used to the other one, um, which but, I won't say. So you'll still catch him on your local airwaves. And, you know, you do local radio. You're on the podcast. Redskins Talk with the J.P. Finley. The longest tenured sportscaster in Washington, D.C. Hell yeah. yeah right. <laughs> That is uh, that is ridiculous when you think about it. I think it's uh, congratulations. Thank that's, you. That's a yeah, very yeah, high honor. Yeah, been since ninety four and uh, haven't slowed down. Although we'll see. The contract's up in March. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, quite the run. Yeah. Raised a family. So has your dad. <laughs> raise raise your hand if you've won an Emmy in this room. Mm, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that speaks to one. You just. Being loyal to the area mm-hmm. and and sticking to you know you know the market yep. you know the people you know the teams very well and two the the talent that comes through this area you think about everyone who's coming oh, sure. mm-hmm. like the sports broadcasters at yeah. NBC Sports NBC Four mm-hmm. Fox whatever you know they Absolutely. come and then they go to the big guys because yeah. we bring in a lot of good talent yeah. this, this is a hotbed for uh, one's sports com- media one's coming back too Lindsay yeah Lindsay's, Lindsay's coming, coming back, back for the Super Bowl yeah. um, um they're very very excited about that she'll do the just the Super Bowl is what I'm told uh, but yeah I mean look you get so many different teams here and a lot of work that has to be done, and Channel 4, um, 7, 5, a lot of folks have gone on to national. People ask me all the time, why wouldn't you go, you know, oh, even now, man, you, you could go to ESPN. I'm like, I've turned them down twice because wow. of the, oh. what they offer you if you were, especially back in the 90s, was I, I was offered a job. They called me in, called me up. And they said, so they all, basically the, the headhunters there watch across the country. Mm-hmm. And then they say, all right, I like this guy. Let's bring him in. So they bring me in for an interview. It's really an audition, which I don't even, I don't audition well. Live is the best thing I can't. Like even now, they want to do rehearsal. I always give the producers a hard time because I don't want to. I was like, rehearsing is crap, you know. And neither does B. Mitch or anybody else. They don't want to rehearse. I want you to be, I want to be fresh. Anyway, so I knew I was not going to be very good in the audition. And I told him, I said, you know what I do? You watch me. You brought me up here because you've seen what I do. He said, oh, I just want to get you to write a show do by, you know, by yourself. I was like, well, but, but would I work with myself? Well, no, I'd be a two-man show. I'm like, then why am I doing this as a one-man show? <laughs> hey, I just want to see you. Like, but you've seen me. So they've been going back and forth. So then I did it. It didn't feel great. And my agent calls like two days later. Hey, they want you. A, and here's the offer. And I, I, I said, what's the punchline? Because that's... It's not, it's not an offer. I said, what do you mean? I said, it's two-thirds less of what I'm making now as the weekend guy at Fox 5. Wow. Why would I do that? This is my home, and I'm about to start a family. I've got babysitters built in and grandparents. <laughs> why, would I, why would I go to Bristol, Connecticut and do that? Good point. So we told them no. And they were, you know, they said okay because they thought they're ESPN and blah, blah, blah. And then like five years later, they came back. And Al Jaffe, the head guy, said, we don't bring people in the second time. But we have with you. I said, okay, great. Would you audition? What? Okay. <laughs> did, the, did the audition. They offered again. And then, again, the offer wasn't quite as bad as before. But I was like, I said, did we, did we not go through this five years ago? They, but they think they're the big guns. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, nah, I'm good. Are they still the big guns? I mean, they've, been, yeah, they've had a rough year. Well, you pay billions of dollars for all your contracts, and you're, just, you're cutting people left and right. And the product... If you watch it, it's, it's, awful. it's disintegrating. It, so, it, but it's disintegrating across the country. People are doing yeah. a bunch of different stuff because of podcasts and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's, Van Pelt's the only show I watch Absolutely. on, on yeah, ESPN anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Tar- 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, guys like yeah, yeah. Steve Kerr just went off on ESPN. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was, um, you know, you're giving so much attention to, to the balls and not right. actual sports, like journalism. Mm-hmm. But people on social oh. media are wanting to gobbling it see up. it and they're, they're just absolutely gobbling it up. And it's, so what do you do if you're a network? Well, we got to give them what they want because yep. that's where we're getting our numbers from. Um, but yeah, so I, I can't wait to see how the coaches, re- it's not going to. What are they going to do? And uh, Van Gundy the other day said, I'm not going to talk. And nobody wants to hear you talk anyway. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, it's good. It's great. I digress. He, there's no such thing yeah, as bad publicity. Every time they bring up uh, LeVar Ball, he's just... Yeah. Know, he's yeah. played it so well. I mean, yeah. is he a dork? Absolutely. But I believe last year his the net worth was $13 million from what his company. <sighs> yep. That's okay. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But he played him right because he knows... You're gonna, the guy was arguing with the president of the United States <laughs> via Twitter. What? Yeah. Come on. And people were gobbling it up. Yep. Yeah. And he, uh, Big Baller Brand was rated F on the F. Better Business Bureau yeah. this week. I would love that to argue so with the president on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that to happen. Porter, yeah. We're all waiting for it. I want him to know my name. <laughs> oh, oh, you can make that happen pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. call, call him Darth Carrot. See yeah. how that <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> well, again, thank you for coming. Absolutely. Uh, Am I done? Oh, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, so, but for preference, for those of you who don't know, Chick is actually a personal friend of mine. Um, I was, up, yes. Grew up with my father. That's right. And um, yep. before he was Chick Hernandez, he was he was Uncle Chick to me. He was yep. just the guy that my dad would hang out with and play football. And Played, I always, we went to high school together. Yep. Your dad was a very soft football player, so he left after 10th grade. Um, <laughs> he was fast, though. He was fast. Uh, but, yeah, we all grew up together, and uh, and you were one of the first kids to be born out of all the, all of my all of my guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we saw Bobby grow up, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Really amazing. Uh, the fact that he survived Maryland is huge. Very, um, very and, huge. And the fraternity, of which we are from the same. Sigma guys. Absolutely. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very his cool. his nickname with us is Bobby Cat. Bobby Cat. Bobby, Bobby Cat. Bobby Cat. Okay. He's our little cat. Would you like to know why? It's stuck. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask why. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm it's afraid. Not the best story. I'm afraid, <laughs> but he just—it's a bit anticlimactic. But he just wants to clear his name, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Bobby. So you know the game Heads Up. What's the no? I don't. The game Sorry. Heads Up on your phone. It's Ellen DeGeneres' okay. app. Yes. It's like yes. it's kind of like charades. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So we were playing that all together. Well, this was like what four or five years ago now. Yeah. And I, I was playing with Mike, Mike Foster. Right. You know Mike. Um, and I was the one doing the flipping, and okay. he was the one telling me the stuff. And it was it was Bobcat. <laughs> and he goes, you plus meow. And I said, Bobcat, next. <laughs> and, and we all stood up. We're like, new nickname. <laughs> wow. Couldn't yeah. say more sure. And I, was, I, was, I was 100% sure it was Bobcat. <laughs> and <laughs> it was Bobcat. Wow. <laughs> and, so, and it's one of those things where like I didn't want the nickname, so I... <laughs> Try to pretend like it didn't bother me, but yeah. it, just, it stuck anyways. Yeah. Never ever tell someone you don't like your. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't even do that. I just like let it. I thought it would you fizzle thought, out. Yeah, it never fizzled no, out. No, no. So, what so is I'm a Bobby Cat, by the way? I mean, it's a me. You're looking I mean, yeah, at him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, it's okay. a guy who, who you've known him your whole life. Yeah, yeah. Know. <laughs> he's just so adorable. I did yeah. not know that. I believe me. The next time with you and the family, that's coming out. So, parents know too now. They should know. Sweet. <laughs> I run our, our softball team, mm-hmm. and I, you know, you have, when you submit the roster, you have to put the full oh, name, address, uh, all of that. Absolutely. And I'm, I type it like I'm writing everyone's name, and I go, Bobby. I was like, I don't even know his last name. <laughs> I just was like, Cat? <laughs> I was like, Bobby, I, I don't know your last name. That's We've been funny. friends for about a year. That was a riff in our friendship for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was that would do it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, That's a catastrophe. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But we are here to talk about the Redskins. We're going to wrap up uh, the 2017 regular season Mm -hmm. and and look ahead to next year. It's a big offseason. I feel like every season this past couple years have been big offseasons. Surrounded by Kirk. And we we will get to Kirk, but Mm -hmm. I just want to get your initial um, thoughts of the 7-9 finish and how the season went. Obviously, tons of injuries. Um, like an insurmountable amount of injuries. It was. Um, but what your what your just general takeaway from the Redskins this season? I, I have I have to go back to the injuries just because you didn't have Jordan Reed as your all everything tight end who was top two tight end in the league if he's on the field and healthy. There's just no question about it. And then you lose the best third down back in the league in Chris Thompson. Mm-hmm. So now Kirk Cousins goes to the line of scrimmage and goes, okay. Um, we got third and six. Where am I going? To Capri Bibbs. Capri Bibbs, who I love, but yeah, I like him. Love him. <laughs> but it's a, is it Josh Dotson who can't run a route correctly and is not catching the ball early in the season? Um, is it Ryan Grant who can't find the sticks and go past them? Bobby's biggest fear. All of it, right? It's it's all of that together, and then you so, halfway, and then so, you, you lost two one thousand yard receivers and Garcon yeah. and Deshaun. Yeah, but. Okay, but you, you're supposed to have receivers, and the fact that Kirk still threw over 4,000 yards without those two guys is phenomenal. So uh, when I look at the overall season, injuries are the first thing that sticks out to me. Um, it's plain and simple. If you have some of those guys there, it's a different ballgame. If you have Trent Williams playing healthy, if you have – I mean, people don't even understand. Morgan Moses is getting surgery this week. Morgan played on two bad ankles for the majority of the season and still played every single game at a pretty high level. Absolutely. Um, and your center, you went to your third center. Yep. Your third center, mm-hmm. which is difficult. He's the guy who makes the calls on the line. You know, Chase Rouillet is going to be a star for them in the future. But Spencer Long, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Bergstrom. To- Tony, Tony Todd Berks- Bergstrom. Yeah, sure. Yep. Okay, Gesundheit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm like, who the hell was that? And so uh, injuries are the first thing that I look at with this team. Seven and nine, not surprised. Could have been better. Absolutely. Yeah. And it could have been better if, yes, injuries. And if, you're, if your coach calls a different game, if yes. things, you know, if, if Kendall Fuller doesn't slap somebody on the face as he makes the interception oh. against New Orleans, it's yep. a ball game, yep. right? Yeah. And that's uh, the game. The season changes, I think, for them, psyche-wise. So. Two back-to-back third-and-one failures against uh, Minnesota and then New Orleans. Yeah, why? Chris sure, Thompson just runs. run a spread. Go ahead. Yep. Why, why? Sure, that makes no sense. Yeah. You know, I, I, again, they overthought themselves, and that's where the coaching yep. uh, came into play. Yeah, Tom Boswell had a good point weeks ago when he goes, you know, for the Redskins, it's always been excuse after excuse after excuse. This year, they actually have an excuse. Right. And it is a legitimate one. Right. And but it doesn't look like it. <laughs> to other yeah, people. To others. But yeah. yes, I mean, what Chick just said. I yeah. mean, how and what other situation could they have won more than, you know, seven, I eight don't games? Know. Yeah. I, I don't it's, know. I don't it's, know. It's, it's a testament to the resilience. At the same time, it's even with all of those injuries considered, there were so many wins that are really right, at, right, right. in our hands. But, and But there are flashes of players. You know, everybody's like down on Junior Gallette. But if everybody actually watched what he did, the pressure he put yeah. on. That's different. Zach Brown, uh, unbelievable. Animal. This guy just yep. an absolute animal and better be back. If he's not yep. back, then, okay, you've, you're, you're screwing. We'll the start a GoFundMe page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Here you go, Bruce. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think seven and nine, because I remember looking back beginning of the season, mm-hmm. a couple guys on this table, mm-hmm. and big pundits picking this team to finish three and 13, mm-hmm. four and 12. I did. The I fact six that, and 10. The six fact 10? that they were okay. seven and eight with a chance to finish eight and eight, 
I mean, they played horribly against the Giants. Glad Awful. I did, horrible. Glad I didn't see a single snap because I was away. Yeah. Um, to finish the ability to finish 500 for the third straight year for the first time in my lifetime. That's amazing. <clears throat> considering all the injuries is pretty impressive. So yeah. I will definitely give credit to obviously Kirk, Jay, the defensive coordinate, the defensive coaching staff. Yeah. Um, defense improved. wasn't phenomenal, but they definitely improved. They're better on third down the um, than they were the last two. They years. Had, it seemed like they had a different attitude. Yeah. Um, Much more swag. From Swearinger, yeah. DJ brought it. Yeah. Kerrigan had another phenomenal year. Unreal. Unbelievable. Um, this fact, might be his best year. For yeah, me. thirteen and a half sacks. The fact right. that he on on the same field outplayed Von Miller. I mean, obviously he didn't go head to head, but like Guy he had a better game than Von Miller. I missed a game in seven years. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't missed a game in seven years. It seems like he. I know he's, he's he's one of the most popular local athletes, yes. but he doesn't get the same credit nationally that he, he no, should. He's, the not other a, he's not a beast, and that's the thing. He's not a beast. He's not a. He's not a. Other than his sack dance, he's not a. He's not a pump his chest guy. Yeah. Right? That's it. Yep, correct. You know, he's, uh, quiet. He's, he is Clark Kent is what he is. Yep. You know, on the field, perfect. here comes the ass. But other, other than that, he's a very quiet dude. And he was uh, had a tremendous appearance in Sharknado 3. He did. <laughs> yeah. Tom Compton, too. I haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah. 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 B. Mitch, all of them. It was tremendous. That's right. They should have got an Oscar. I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked it didn't happen. So. Yeah, that was um, – oh, he had Kerrigan had 13 and a half sacks in 2014, and now it's 13 sacks this year. I guess mm-hmm. they reduced it by half sack recently. But yeah, I thought this was his best year. Yeah, yeah, no question. And he gets held more times than you know mm-hmm. me uh, at, a, at a strip joint. <laughs> um, was that out loud? <laughs> uh, no, he's still but, not recording. Don't worry. Okay, good, great, perfect. All right, this is gonna be a thing, huh? Right, that's fun. Um, yes. Yeah, but so on the face of it, yes, seven and nine isn't great. But considering all the factors, I think maybe not impressive, but actually, yeah, impressive. I no, mean, it saved his job. Yeah, I mean, if it had been. Six or five, I think Jay might have been gone. It was yeah. just classic that they, you know, considering the fact that they gave us hope that there was a chance for them to make the playoffs. They give you hope. I think it's impressive. They give you hope. We also had the toughest schedule in the NFL for the, what, 12 games through the season. Mm-hmm. I think it was 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then you look at the the games, the close games, the, the first Eagles game, the Chiefs game, Chiefs the game. Saints game, uh, the second the Eagles first, game, the first Cowboys game. Um, that's just off the top of my head. There's yeah. probably more. The Saints game is a backbreaker. Just yeah. The absolute yep. crusher. That was the season. Absolute crusher. B. Mitch and JP, uh, my guys, are on the field. They come down to the field so they can get to the locker room. And, I mean, when, when they left the press box, they were like, all right, here we go. We got a – it's going to be a heck of a game, a heck of a uh, post game. B. Mitch went to the game. doesn't normally travel, but, but because it was in New Orleans, his hometown, Louisiana, he was there. Oh, and man. once they walked out of the tunnel and just looked up and saw what was happening, B. Mitch, who's you know, played 14 years of the league, just said, oh, my God, this is the worst feeling. Because I feel horrible for these guys. And it was, it was awful. It was awful to take. I love watching his B. Mitch's reactions post-game mm-hmm. more than anyone else, especially after we lose. Because, you know, I, I feel like he, he's just going to tell you bluntly how he feels. Absolutely. And he'll go off. And I love that because that's how he was as a player. Yeah, I just, yeah. He was my favorite player growing up. That right? Please tell him I love him so okay. much. I would tell him that. <laughs> I would tell him in a different way, but okay. It, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, anyways, I just, I always, his insight always was something, I, as soon as the game's over, immediately go to put on yeah. NBC Sports Washington. Good job. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> and we want B. Mitch's reaction. That's always. the first thing Ian and I do. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, yep. He's a... Uh, and this year, like, there's a few times where he's just been despondent during the game. He's like, I, I've had enough. I, I don't even care. He said on the air, I don't, I don't care about these guys if they don't care. And then yep. I forgot. I, I can't remember what game it was, but when he came out and just. The Cowboys game. He, he came out, and I didn't expect it. He was just talking, and, he, and I knew he was just calm, and he was 
And as he started to talk, and the more he talked, it started to build. And me and Trevor, he sits between me and Trevor, so there's an eye conversation that me and Trevor have. If you're B-Mitch, I'm looking at Trevor, and so as B-Mitch is talking, I'll look over at Trevor knowing he's getting ready to say something. And then I saw the, the vein on the right side of B-Mitch's <laughs> head start to pop a little bit. And so I just looked over at Trevor and was kind of like, all right, here we go. And <laughs> he went. And then now Trevor, it's the worst position to be in because B-Mitch can go on a three-minute rant. And I look at Trevor like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, well, can we go to commercial now? <laughs> I got nothing. But uh, no, it's those two guys. Trevor's a good guy. And, and B-Mitch, he's passionate. You know, he's, yep. no matter, the fact that he played for the Eagles and Giants doesn't make a difference. He nope. made his career here with the Redskins, still lives here, raised a family here. He cares about how this organization does, and it's it's painful to watch. And when you said you, in your lifetime, Bobby, this is the you could have been a chance for the first time in you know, 300, 503 straight years. <laughs> All of the you know, what's amazing to us is Redskins fans think they're owed. Like we should be great. Why don't we? Like you haven't done shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> you can this podcast. Okay, if you good. Want. <laughs> you, you can't. You haven't done shit since nineteen ninety two, and it's amazing because we've been living it. And then I, when I think about it and I go back, oh, my God, we have been covering a team that has been, you know, other than 2012, which was, you know, just, woof, yeah. you know, the city went nuts. Yep. And I know that's that's one of the things about this fan base is why, they, why they're so lackluster in D.C. But 2012, that place, that stadium was ridiculous. Rocking. Absolutely ridiculous. And we're the third most profitable, profitable franchise in the league, mm-hmm. despite being either – Completely shitty or mediocre at best yeah. since 1992. Yeah. Imagine, imagine how much money this team would make if they if the product they put on the cool. field was good. I know, just I good. <laughs> not even saying being great. That's 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 not his prerogative. No, he, doesn't, he doesn't care yeah. whether we win or lose. And, Dan Snyder is still making money. Yeah, he could give a shit less. He's and always going to make his billions. I love B. Mitch's passion, especially because he was treated poorly by this organization, mm-hmm. at least by the owner. By Vinny Serrato, more, yeah. more accurately, Vinny Serrato. Yeah. And he had every reason to hold a grudge, and I, I maybe I might be wrong, but why do you think he saved the NFC East? He wanted to... He did. He wanted to stick it to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's on record as saying, yeah. Yeah. when he talked to his agent, who wants me and are they in the NFC East? Yep. yep. Yeah, Philly wants you. I'm there. Well, I don't blame you, him you don't, know the, you don't know the deal yet. Make it work. And That's then the awesome. first ball, the first time he touched the... Ball against the Redskins, he went the distance. God, I love he ran Mitch. by the he <laughs> ran by the sideline of the Redskins, and basically looked at them like, you, basically without saying it, you said I lost a step. Your, your guy can't catch me. Yeah. Watching watching that play, I remember that I was it was I didn't know how to react. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like I was because he's my favorite player, but yeah. then I'm like, uh, yeah. so torn. Uh, then at the same time, because I hate Daniel Sanders so much, I'm like, yeah. Stick it to him, but yeah, not at the time. But <laughs> looking back on it, and but he still loves the Redskins and loves this town, loves the fan base. Yep. That speaks to it so much, despite what happened at the end of his Correct. career. So you have a good feeling of when he's going to go on those rants. Like you can tell like, when he just tell. builds it up. Well, we watched the game. I uh, said before we came on the air when you actually started recording that I was <laughs> <laughs> that you know Bobby's I, biggest fear just <laughs> came through. Yeah. Watching the game with Trevor and B. Mitch, I watched the game differently, but I also pay attention to them. And like when the Redskins score, the loudest person in the room is B. Mitch, which stuns me. He is the nice. like he just and it's like. It's annoying is what it is. He's so loud. <laughs> and he just uh, and I'll just jump and he'll go, I'm sorry, man, but this is, this is my squad. Hey, we, gotta invi- we gotta invite him over. With this with this these libations, I can get him over here. <laughs> I can get him over. Don't tease me now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he does radio show too, doesn't he? I'm not sure. There might be some conflict. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. 
we're gonna have to figure out these mics though. Yeah. 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 I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll drill some more holes. Nice. We'll be all right. Yeah. Jake, I have a question. How do you separate? Because you, you grew up a lifelong Redskins fan. How do you separate your professionalism uh, with? Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> See, I wasn't gonna bring it up. That's all right. You're, that's an assumption on your part. Oh no! It's an assumption on your part. You guys are not gonna like this. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh no! And it's happening on air. Right I didn't. On mean, air. I was yes. <laughs> Porter's excited. Porter, yeah. shut up. I was gonna try to avoid this part of the conversation. Oh, no, that's all right. Yeah, I'm, yeah. On, I'm on record. So growing up, uh, the first game I ever saw, but that I actually knew what football was, was the 49ers against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and some of your 49ers fan. So <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for right now. I was like, please say 49ers. So <laughs> sitting in front of the uh, TV with the family, the family was all against the Cowboys because they're Redskins fans, oh, right? So I'm watching the game, and <laughs> you know I'm at that age where anything that the family says you're against, right? Well, yeah. we've all been at that age, like you know, oh, I like white, I like black. If I like chocolate, vanilla. So they're all rooting when the Niners do something good. And the Niners are up by two touchdowns, and they're going nuts. And so I just quietly sit at the TV and I'm like watching. And I'm going, come on, guys, with the stars in your helmets. Let's go. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> this is Roger Stahlbeck's first comeback. He comes into the game in the last quarter. Craig Morton sits down. They bring in Roger and he throws two touchdowns to win the game. I'm sold. I'm done. That's it. So I, I was a fan of the Cowboys. I mean, really set the record straight. Fan of the Cowboys until they fired Tom Landry. When they fired Tom Landry, and I was old enough, and in the, I was in the business at that point, I didn't think they did handle it well. They didn't. Jerry Jones was a jackass yeah. about it. I was like, I'm done. I'm good. Because I'm not. I was never a fanatic. I was a fan. I love Landry because of the way he comported himself, and I kind of adopted that when I played football at high school and in college. I was uh, trying to keep a calm head, and all of it. Never got too excited, right? So when they fired Landry, I was done. In the business, there's rule number one is there's no cheering in the press box. So I don't have a team. I cover the Redskins, and I root for the individuals that I, all of them that I know. I don't know the team. I know the team, so I root for them. But for me, winning or losing in our show doesn't make a difference. Obviously, because they've lost a lot more than they won since we've been doing the show. And the drama's there that there's plenty to talk about. Um, so, so I'm not a I'm not, I was never a Redskins fan. Although I will tell you that there are pictures of me in elementary school wearing a Larry Brown jersey, okay, and a Redskins hat. Why I don't know. Bobby's um, biggest fear just came through. <laughs> yeah, 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 just want to say Ian and Tom's face <laughs> was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. but I, but I They're agree. Like, what? I, mean, I mean, that yeah. makes sense though as a professional. I mean, you really can't you can't do that to play all sides because of yeah. how much you're covering. Like right. that would be. Unprofessional to be screaming in the press box or to get emotional well, or stuff that. like that. I mean, I, the first time I so, learned I mean, that, that rule yeah. was at Maryland when I was just a basically a, a, a what do you call this thing? Radio uh, stringer. And yep. I was doing reports for the country for you know different radio stations, mm. and you know it's my first game, and one Terp goes running down the field, eight nine yards for a touchdown, and I go yeah, and I you know and I go back to start writing, and then this, the voice of God gets over the PA and I <laughs> goes a reminder. There's no cheering in the press box. And all the heads just kind of turned and looked at me. I'm like, oh. And that was the last time I ever did it. I was like, all right, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And so, it's like, oh, I'm a dick. What the yeah, fuck? You're right. So I, I stopped. Now, you know, do, do I root internally for uh, the Redskins to do well? Yeah. But I'm not a – There's a you, as a sportscaster, you can be a homer or you can be – Right down the line. And I think that more down the line. I learned that from Glenn Brenner, who I interned for oh, yeah. back in the day. That he was not a homer. He was just a, you know, because he wasn't from here. But 
that way, especially now in the age of social media, people can't claim that I'm rooting for or against. Although they do, and they especially do because of what I this is going to be weird. What I wear for the last 16 years on my shows, game day, I I have worn the opponent's colors every single game, every single game. I wear the opponent's colors because until someone makes me a burgundy and gold suit that looks good, <laughs> I can't do it. So I have, I have, this fucking right this, is, this is so, the greatest right? day ever. I'm so happy right now. So I have, I have Thank more you options. so much for being here. I have more options. This is forever for me. Is that right? I have more options. Man, by. that question backfired. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Jake. It's great to have you. Damn Damn it. Good night, guys. Gotta go. So I, I knew that right. because yeah, the, okay. we played, you know, the Turkey Bowl, the BS Bowl, every year, him and his friends. Yep. Um, and he wears Michael Irvin jersey. No, every- not again. See, too young. My idol, Drew Pearson. Ah, okay. Well, it's 88. 88. 88 Cowboys the jersey real 88. every year. The real 88. There's no name on the back. Yeah. There is. Oh. But I'm always, but I'm well, not, I'm always I'm in front of you running yeah, away exactly, from exactly, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I never, I never <laughs> run past you, so you never see it. Uh, it's funny you said you root for the guy, oh, the, the, the shiny helmet with the star. I'm going to root for them. Yeah. Like, to me, like, my childhood was with my father. He goes, you see that? freaking star right there yeah. it's like yeah he's like you hate that star i'm yeah, like okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay yeah. i have worn a sunny jerkinson jersey uh at the bs bowl by uh, the way i have done that I don't remember but that. so long story short not really um so the the close thing you know because of social media people finally started going they started blaming me for the loss why why are you wearing that i'm like uh, so and and b mitch b mitch just that. deletes folks when he when somebody comes at him with some <laughs> stupidity i love entertaining it so yeah, you do. I, I do, right? So I'm like, okay, I fucking uh, love this guy. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, what am I? Can you make me a burgundy and gold suit? That's not the point. You gotta, you gotta show your your allegiance. I said, like, my allegiance is to NBC Sports Washington, not the team. And I keep going back and forth. So the end of the season, I told my wife, I'm not wearing the opponent's colors. I'm not wearing it. I'm just gonna wear a suit for two weeks. I didn't wear it. And the Redskins sucked ass. <laughs> and I got on Twitter and I said to the folks, I went back and looked them up. I said, hey, did you notice what I wore? <laughs> Didn't wear the opponent's colors and your team still sucked ass. <laughs> so it must not be me. People are great. Oh, yeah. no. Weird. Oh, no. Weird. Weird, weird how that doesn't change a goddamn Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me explain. <laughs> Something must let me be explain. up here. So uh, I'm the contrarian on this uh, podcast. I've been there. It's a great country. Every... <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, Umo drink. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're you're gonna explain it. I'm just giving the backstory. Yeah, uh, everyone here loves DC sports. I love hanging out with my friends and enjoying a good time. Okay. Uh, the outcome of the game has no effect on my life whatsoever. Okay. Uh, and I just enjoy playing fantasy football. Okay. I enjoy watching hockey games because I played hockey. But that's that's about it. That's that's as and far from... as I'm from this area. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sports was never a big thing in my house. Sports was never like. We need to watch this right now. Like it's right. just I never grew up that way. You like the ballet, it's great. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. So that's where I give them shit on a regular basis right. of their constant emotional, uh, you know, just falling into nothingness, right, and depression, infinite which, sadness. Yes, yeah. infinite yeah. sadness, infinite sadness. So the the everything you just said made me so happy. The 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 whole no <laughs> cheering in the press box thing also makes me watch the game a different way. So when I watch the game. Even in, in, on a TV or in person, if I go to a Wizards game, I went to. I've been to. I've been to nine contests, not covering it in since '94. Just said I should get out more. But if I go see a game, I'm watching the game and I'm watching the athletes. So when something like last night, 
last night's touchdown in the, in the, in the, in the national championship game. When a, guy, when a kid throws, a freshman throws a touchdown to win the game, you know, I'm sitting there and people around me are like, oh, my God. And I'm just watching, and I don't say a thing because I've been Tom landry I'm like, make sure there's no flag. There's no flag. People on the field, okay, we're good. And then I go, that's freshman. That's an impressive. And immediately I thought to, I thought what Kirk Herbstreit thought because I played the positions like, he looked off that safety. What an yeah. unbelievable play. But that's where my mind went. I don't get invested into all of it, no matter who's playing. You know, it's, yeah. and, it, and I'd love to. I wish I was that way sometimes. You don't, you don't want this evil? No, I don't want that? No. Okay. Nope. They, they admit later on that they wish they were like me in that sense, right? that yes. they didn't have that yes, ability. That's Absolutely. after really bad losses, too, though. That doesn't <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you that. All right. All right. I got so, a, Tom, I got a, Tom I got, tell your story. I got emotional once. That's uh, 2002 National Championship. I was there in Atlanta when Maryland won, and at the end of the game, having covered that those guys for four years, Juan Dixon, Z. Blake, Hell yes. knowing Gary Williams, that's you know on the court. Waiting for one shining moment was oh, the, was was lump in the throat kind of. I'm wow. getting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the best day oh, of my yeah. life. Yeah, really. Easily the best day of my life. I will concede that. I am I am a, I am a terp, and okay. I will always be a terp, and that will always make me best day of your life. Of, yeah. like, not like the day you lost for your virginity was not. Nope. Oh, you haven't. Not even close. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, championship. I'll, I'll take that championship. All right. Yeah. Yep. Because it's the only one I have. Yep. Yeah. That's it. It's my 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 Coalfield house. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I used so, to do, I used to broadcast games in that place. That's a, I only I got on the, the first time I got junior. on ESPN was at Coalfield House. We were down. It was during the Dixon era, and we were down seventeen to NC State, and we came back to win. But I was actually sitting in the front row, and of course, me being me, I was furious and just devastated. So I was nice. You you and love getting caught on camera. Just I love depressed. getting caught on camera. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, not just caught on camera, but caught on camera being depressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the gift that you're keeps a on sad giving. Redskins yeah. fan. Wait, you think Tommy's going to be happy? No, no. <laughs> why, would I, why, why would something good happen? It's DC Sports. You got uh, Maryland lacrosse? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good, though, to yeah, like, you know, be are. second place all the but time. But even that, exactly. Even <laughs> yeah. then, they, they fucking they no, lost they the championship. How many years? They should have In a row? Second place. They should have four championships. Yeah. ridiculous. In a row. Something in the water, man. So <laughs> it is. It is. It's something in the water. See, at least we've said it's that. All the, it's all the crab we eat. <laughs> yeah, it's the DC curse. Hashtag. <laughs> so happy Trigger words in this, in this room. <laughs> oh, Tom's DC sports rules. Well, I'll show them later. Yeah. <laughs> so we, Ian and I are, and Bobby, the three of us are incredibly superstitious. Yeah. Really? So if something works, right, we do it again. Stick with oh, it. Oh boy. So a few, couple years ago, during the uh, 2015. Uh, uh, NFC East title. Mm-hmm. I, Ian and I have been watching every single game together for going on over 10 years. A long time. Really? And um, so I go to his house as usual. You guys travel at all? You just like, you just. No, our, our, okay. during, during travel times, we've missed what, like. A couple, ten, but it's always dictated on, over on, those years. on Redskins. Thank so God, like, social media. As long as we're home by, as long as we're home by Sunday. They're, they're never, okay. they're never right. divisional games, I'll tell you that. Wow. Oh, well, no. Monday night. Monday night. Anyways. All right, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Get it right, Greg. We, no one knows the rules. I was like, you know what? We're in a losing streak. We need to switch it up a little bit. I was Can't like, win. I'm going to go to Popeye's on Georgia Avenue by the old good council. Mm-hmm. Go to Popeye's, sit in my usual spot at Ian's house, wear my Sean Taylor white, white Sean Taylor jersey. Mm-hmm. We win. I was like, okay, we got to do that again. Really? So then I go to Popeye's. <laughs> I go to Popeye's the next week. We win. 
go to Popeye's the week after that. And we went. We kept on winning. And we're like, we can't switch it up. Put on eight pounds. <laughs> we wore the same thing, sat in the same exact oh, spot. Really? Oh, yeah. Bought Popeye's, bought the same exact thing from Popeye's. I don't switch it up because it's, it's I mean, Popeye, it, it obviously was a factor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Told you, Greg. Sarcastic or not, it's on record. All right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> go ahead. Continue. So, I will we, we have an ongoing bit is, you know, Whenever we buy Popeyes, the Reds, something good happens in DC sports. Now we know that there's things oh, that are impervious to Popeyes, which is one, <laughs> nationally televised games. Mm-hmm. Popeyes doesn't count on national television, no, especially really. Monday Night Football. Monday, Sunday Night. There's so many yeah, goddamn rules with this superstition now. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm so. I, I, That's just because of this year. Don't worry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is like the, the audacity that. Magical chicken fucking wins football games just <laughs> blows my goddamn mind. It is Popeye. It's Popeye. It is delicious. It is it's delicious. delicious. It is. I would, you know what? We it's should, not like we're talking I, KFC. As yeah. much as we talk about Popeyes, we could be sponsored by them. It's we delicious. should. You should be. Although the F bombs might be. Probably they wouldn't like that. Yeah. Not, not, not a big yeah. fan of the F bombs. Yeah. Probably not. For as much as we talk about them, though. Like, really? Mm hmm. They it's, did. They did tweet, every tweet us goddamn once. week. You should tweet. Them. You should tweet. <laughs> it's about like it. it's, did. oh oh okay. what did what kind of Popeyes did you have? Oh, I had the Popeye. I had the I had the Popeyes chicken, but it was a Monday night game. So of course we lost a Monday night game. Oh, it was a divisional game, yeah. so we lost that. That makes sense. What yeah. are you talking about? That's that's the rules of Popeyes chicken. It's like you're not making any sense. We wow. we prefer divisional it. doesn't have anything to do with yeah division. We've never ever <laughs> said the word divisional game. Monday night football is. With- Half this bottle of Woodville Reserve is gone now. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me slur my words. Yeah, <laughs> no, I slurred my words. <laughs> no, that wasn't making fun of me. I'm just saying we've never said divisional games. Correct. Other part of the rules. Popeyes is so you important. You don't get it, Greg. She doesn't get it. No superstitions here. They, they, I'm so uh, zero. It's bad. Zero. They just they just make fun of me. It's like, oh, he's oh, look at how cute he is. He's he he's just, 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 it's infuriating. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Stop it. <laughs> just stop it. All right, before we. Uh, Go on some more antics. I do want to bring up one more topic. Sure. Big topic. Because obviously we said this is a big off season. Um, and there are... There, I got two questions for you, Chuck. Right. Let's start with the big one. The Kirk Cousins situation. Mm-hmm. What would you... Excuse me. What would you do and what do you foresee them doing with Kirk Cousins in terms of either letting him walk or a long-term deal? What would I do? Um, well, I would try to sign him... If I had the wherewithal and the money, I would try to sign him. Um, no other quarterbacks coming in here that you're going to have success next year with. You're gonna if you bring somebody else in, even Alex Smith as a good a quarterback as he is, serviceable in that offense, he'll he'll shine. But I don't know that he can do what Kirk does, which sounds kind of funny. Uh, yeah, what I what I think is going to happen is that Kirk will go. Uh, I'm on record and caught a lot of flack from Redskins Brass when I tweeted out last year that he was not going to negotiate with uh, Bruce Allen. And I still stand by that. Uh, Bruce kind of proved it. Actually, not kind of. He did prove it when he put out a statement, unbelievably. Again, the most ridiculous thing ever. Right, to put out a statement saying... But that was, all- about, that was about Kurt Cousins, not Kirk. That's correct. Correct. Yes. In the written word, it's a, it's a, it's a K. In the spoken <laughs> word, it's a T. Uh, but to come out and say... You know, we offered uh, Kirk Cousins uh, a, a substantial amount of money, and we never heard back from he or his agent, which by definition is not negotiating. So the fact that I caught, even my bosses came back to me after that and said, um, seems like you were right. I'm like, were you, were you doubting me? Yeah, I mean, that's, I wouldn't put it out otherwise if I didn't know. So I, I, think, he, I think he ends up walking. I think Denver's going to make a substantial offer. 
Um, and there'll be a wild card team in there too that comes in and, and makes an offer that while the Redskins might be able to get close, I think Kirk has probably seen enough. He, he said at the beginning of the season, I'm going to evaluate, while they're evaluating me, I'm evaluating them. And he's, he's seen enough. They've done some great things. And I mean, again, we go back to the injuries and the fact that you can go to your fifth running back, Capri Bibbs, and find a guy who, you know, if you watched him, you go, that guy's got some skill. Yeah, so, he's not bad. So yeah, I, th- I think Kirk ultimately goes, I could certainly be, cause, because they're like a, a fortress now, that organization, I, I would be surprised, but not if they came up with some ridiculous offer that made him stay, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. Could you see another um, uh, transition tag, some kind of I I would see on? them trying. Yeah, the transition tag is different, and yes, I could see that for sure. And mm-hmm. the, the, the odd thing is that no one's ever actually tested the limits of the tag. Uh, guess what, folks? He could be tagged from here to eternity. There's no rule that says three years. There's wow. none. None in the in the in the uh, bylaws that say you can't tag again. But we're talking about now if they tag him again, the transition tag I think is twenty eight and the franchise tag is thirty four. You're talking eighty six million dollars over the last three seasons. Guaranteed. Which, guaranteed. Not yeah. bad. Which I wouldn't, you know, if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm going, ah, not bad. But he, for some reason, he wants, he's a big loyalty guy, and he's a big, he wants that, uh, for lack of a better term, he wants security, you know, for years to come. But uh, $86 million over three years, they kind of secure. That's the yeah. thing yeah. With, for me is that it seems, he seems different than other athletes in terms yeah. of, He's a very loyal guy. We, yeah. know, I mean, he comes. He, he touched on good, his faith a lot in the one hundred six seven interview. Comes from a great family. Right. Um, you know, he's a Michigan guy that went to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only franchise that he knows. Drafted him. Okay, we can argue back and forth that they treated him badly, but right. you know, he's got continuity here. Sure. So, mm-hmm. if the right offer came around, I would think that he would take it. You would think. I, I just. He's, a, he's also a tough guy to read. I spent four days with him in Holland, Michigan, where he's from. Right, that was, a, that was a great piece, by the Thank way. Thank you. Last summer, and so I got to know his mother, his father, his brothers, and him. Uh, and so I, I got a clear view of how they how they see things. And I'll tell you on a, on a personal level that he does a camp for these kids. And he brings in all the his brothers and some friends who he's played with to come in. And, and it's a camp where they just play football and, and do different games, and it's awesome. Uh, but on the final day, his, they have a thing called a mentor breakfast where they – Tell the kids you pick one male role model, whether it's your father, your uncle, your brother, whoever. That's you invite them to this mentor breakfast. And they go to the breakfast and they sit. And the father, who's a minister, has the Bible in his hand, but he doesn't preach. He just talks about things. And I'm sitting in the back with my cameraman on the side. They're shooting this thing, and I'm sitting in the back listening to Don Cousins, and he starts talking about being a parent, being a father, and how you have to be available. How it's not. This, not that, but the fact that your kid can turn to you at some point and ask you a question and you, that you're, you're there and that you're there at the most important times. And I'm sitting there and it, I'm like, he's talking to me. Like, because my job for a long time, I was like, I've got to be focused on getting to this point so I can put these kids through college. And I'm sitting there and watching and I'm like, it affected me. So as soon as we get done with the breakfast, we go straight to the fields and I go to Don. I was like, I got, can I talk to you? And he goes, sure. I go to the side of the field, and I can't speak for three minutes. I am lump in the throat. I can't get it out. And he's like, it's okay. And he's like, he grabs me and goes, let it go. And I'm trying. I can't. I'm like, I'm just, I'm crying. And I finally, it's like, when I finally composed myself, I said, you were, you were speaking to me. And he goes, 
that was my, you know, I'm, he goes, I'm successful. There's one. I got one guy t- that listened. I was like, you hit me. And so this is where this, this kid, Kirk, comes from. That's where he's, that's how his whole life is about that. And so he's a businessman second, <clears throat> but uh, I, I think loyalty and being in a comfortable position for him is, and that's where, where the Redskins might win. Right. But he's a smart guy too. He knows that he's got suitors. He knows that he deserves to get paid. Um, yeah. Oh, he's going to get paid. And he's going to get paid. He played it well. Yeah. I know. I know it's hard to make comparisons to years prior because of just the over influx of social media. And if you just go on Twitter, I mean, it's outrageous. I mean, I, just for me, I can't imagine you, Jake. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I hope Kirk is resigned. I want him to be a Redskin for the rest of his career. I think he is the living embodiment of what you want out of a quarterback. On the field, off the field. I mean, he's. I I look up to the guy. He's younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never seen such a divisiveness with Redskins fans like they have with Kirk. Other than any other player in the history, and at least I'm right. 30 or any old. other sport either. Right. Sport, like, local. I can't think of anything. Yeah, um, two factors. One is that it was a black quarterback, white quarterback start for both he and Robert in this town, in D.C. And two, Kirk has made some bonehead plays at the worst times yes. that you go, yep. my. God, yep. what are you thinking? And that's where the elite status doesn't fit. He's not elite because he does those. You don't see Aaron Rodgers making a play. He's made. He's thrown interceptions, but they weren't like, oh, God, what is he doing? He was trying to make a play, not this back foot, uh, just chuck it kind of thing where yeah. you know there's nobody back there. It's, a, it's triple coverage. Yet he's getting paid like he's elite, so that's why where all this vitriol right. comes from. And sure. I, I really don't think it's a an indictment on Kirk. or I think it's really how the NFL and the salary cap – how it's allocated, because look, Joe Flacco's getting paid a hundred million dollars. Andy Dalton's getting paid a hundred million dollars. I mean, these all of these good to you know second to third tier quarterbacks are getting paid Kirk, Kirk Cousins level money. And it's I hate this quote. It's like don't hate the player, hate 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 the game, hate yeah. hate how this how this works. Yeah. I mean, this is how much quarterbacks make now. It's not his fault. It's and, not his fault. And the other annoying... Brock Osweiler made $72 million. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Brock. The other annoying thing about it is looking back on it and that the reason we're in this hole is because of the Redskins front office. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> there were rumors leading up to, but Kirk confirmed last week that, you know, him and Scott McLuhan wanted to sign a long-term deal. Or Scott McLuhan wanted to sign him to a long-term deal in tw- after 2015. Right. And the Redskins wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well... Now, Kirk said they offered, and is, this is... In season. This was kind of a, a little nugget that he said at, at his uh, availability last week, was that the, the Redskins in 2015 did make an offer, and he had four games to go in a season when they made the offer, and his agent said, yeah, you know what? Let's play it out. Let's, you got four games to, to prove your worth. Let, and Kirk was like, ooh, I, I don't, I, I'd rather take the deal. And he, he goes, son, just... Play it out. McCartney, Mike McCartney is his agent, and he's dealt with a lot of guys. He said, let's play the four games and see what happens. When he was playing out of his mind. And he, played, he, got, he got an NFC player of the month. You know, he let him back. He played well, and that just went, okay, forget it. We're just going to push that cash aside. And, so well, and it's just another time where the Redskins just kind of dug the wrong grave. It, it's just it's frustrating because you, you could argue that this team has not had a legitimate quarterback since Joe Theismann. They haven't had someone that's been here yeah. year and year after year and year again putting up these statistics. Yeah. And 
you know, I feel oh, like dude. a lot of these, you know, Kirk detractors, haters, if, if you want to call them that, their their evidence, their their argument is he doesn't win. Right. He hasn't won zero playoff games. Matt Stafford's getting paid $150 million. He hasn't won a playoff game either. Yeah. You know? But and we, when we look to his statistics, he's put up 4,000 yards three years in a row. He's, right. His touchdown-interception ratio has been incredible. He's He's been healthy. He's started every single game. I mean, what else can the guy do? It's not his fault that the defense gave up 15 points in, two, in three minutes against Thank New you. Orleans. So it's so when you try to when you make these arguments, when you you know have the pendulum swaying back and forth. I mean, I don't think he's elite. He's not a top tier quarterback, but right. look, we have someone that can play the position adequately and really good when he's when he has all of the all of his ducks in a row. We're not asking to be elite. I don't think any He's of us really here good. I mean, what else can ever you asked him? We never. We just wanted a comparable quarterback. It's just it, it's, it's it's incredible for Redskins fans that have seen Colt McCoy went through a season with Rex fucking Grossman and John Beck. Sorry, and and I can the list goes on. And finally, there's someone that's here that's pretty good, and that's not enough. Yeah, and wants to be here. and wants to be here. It, yeah, it, it's it's frustrating. It's very frustrating because like you think oh, the way I think about it, you know that. That Browns jersey with just yeah, all the names of the absolutely. quarterbacks. The Redskins list isn't that, that much shorter. No, no, it's not. No. And the fact that we have someone who could end that list mm-hmm. and we just won't and, keep a, hold on to him yep. as a fan is infuriating. And, and we've tried. We, we've, dra- we've drafted quarterbacks in the first round. We've made trades. Donovan McNabb. We've done free agents. Free agents the RG3 trade. I would do again. We've done everything. It hasn't worked. Yes. This, look, the organization is they're struggling right now with it. And they have a decision to make and Mm -hmm. i mean they're all the way down to asking folks in their own building where do you think the fans uh psyche is right now if we if we are they are they 80 percent with kirk are they 80 percent with us they're they're asking that question they're concerned about public opinion as well as football and so they're they're in a they're in a bind too i mean that's a it's a difficult decision because do you Sell that farm to Kirk Cousins, and now you've hamstrung yourself on getting free agents who, you know, it's worked out pretty well with some of the guys they've gotten in. Mm-hmm. And now you, you can't do that if you give Kirk the boat. Yeah, You can't do it. You can't go out and get somebody, and that's going to be yep. it's a, it's a tough decision. Yep. Do you I, think, I grant him that. Do you think, and this, I've, I've, this is something I ponder myself, do you think that Kirk is the type to say, you know what, just pay me fairly. You don't have to give me the boat, as mm-hmm. you said. Just pay me fairly, and we can that way we have room to sign right. for other players. Do you think he's the type of person to do that, or you know, do you think, hey, I deserve this, give me this? Well, the whole key to him, the free agency thing, is he, he doesn't have to determine what what it is because some other team's going to make an offer. That's true. Yeah. Now, Denver makes an offer, all he's got to do is look at the Redskins and go, are, are you – Gonna give me match it 150. No. Well then, okay. You don't value me as much as they do. Right. And he's got to go. You know, if if they say yes, now you find out whether Kirk wants to be here or not. If they say we'll match the 150, I'm still going over here because it's whatever. He could make up some, or he could say I'm in. So we'll find out. Even if he stayed, you'd still have fans that would shit all over him. No question. Well, that's that's the that's the role of ridiculous. There's two guys in this town: the president. And the quarterback of the Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last 30, yeah. 30 that is, years. That's a really I've gotten, No matter who it is in that position, they're going to get shit. Yeah. Simple and, as that. And watch, even if he goes to Denver, wins the Super Bowl, all the Kirk naysayers will say, oh, it's because of the defense. All right. Yep. It's the yep. defense. It's not Kirk. Brad Kirk. Johnson 2.0. Wow. Yes. Yep. Brad Johnson. You know, I, Ian's one of the biggest Kirk guys I know. 
what I love him. let's just say hypothetically Thank you, sir. and it, it seems likely at this point unfortunately if kirk's gone what what is your react like what are you gonna do i assume he's gone yeah i do it's uh, it's unfortunate but i assume he's gone i've seen people say transition tag him and trade him to 49ers so we can get garoppolo like no no <laughs> i'm good i mm-hmm. I already boycotted this year. You know that. This yep. is the first time I haven't been because to the game. Because of the McLuhan firing. Yeah, the McLuhan firing did it for me. And How did you boycott? I just didn't go to the game. Okay. I went to 35 straight losses from 10-year period. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Straight. So that was you then. It was <laughs> You were the guy. Yeah, oh, they didn't there. have Popeyes at FedEx Field. Yeah. See, that's the thing. If, right. they, if Snyder put Popeyes in, we would be golden. Right. Actually, I don't know if there are Popeyes. Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you're adorable. <laughs> just so cute. So cute. <laughs> no, um, if he gets a big offer and he leaves, never will I be mad at him. Never. But, but I will be mad at the organization for not doing it two years ago, not doing it last year, not doing it this year. Mm-hmm. It's just it's one of those things, and we're screwed either way. So we're damned. We're one of the things that was trending, I saw these jerseys made. Uh, one thing that was trending uh, a couple weeks ago was Baker Mayfield to DC. That's all I keep on hearing. Yeah. If Baker That's Mayfield is Jake in a Redskins uniform. Yeah. Such a mistake. Yeah. If, if, a mistake. Thank you. If the, if the, and Grant Paulson made a really good point because, Porter, you mentioned this earlier. The Redskins, the Redskins front office, their organization isn't motivated by wins. They're mo- motivated by, you know, we're making billions of dollars. They don't What's give a wrong? fuck about any of it. <laughs> None so, of it. So, anyways, you know, they, if Kirk loses, I mean, you want to talk about like the fan, the PR nightmare that they're potentially going to suffer by lo- having him leave. Snyder and his top brass were like, we need to make a splash. We need to do something that everyone's going to buy these tickets, buy jersey sales. They're going to be – I mean, when you see Baker Mayfield, cameras go with them. And yeah. they're like, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, somebody, Heisman Trophy winner. We need to make a splash. People are going to buy back in. And Where it's have I work. heard this before? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Thank you. It's somewhat cyclical, right? Yeah. So we have three, three first-rounders? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So if Baker Mayfield is on a, is has a wearing a number six jersey and well that goes along that goes along to to our collective biggest question like mm-hmm. every time Kirk comes up our question is okay well who else right. who exactly, do you exactly. who do you want instead yeah. is it Baker Mayfield hey, I'd rather have Kirk Colt McCoy won a game in uh, 2014 won a game <laughs> won a, a game. game won a game that's great he'll win he, you, he'll win you a few games yeah but he over the long haul doesn't have the arm strength to to do what that offense requires. Baker Mayfield, the cameras follow him because they're waiting for that him to hit the, his chin on the curb. They're waiting for that that misstep. That's simply, I mean, he's, he's the dick parallels. And he's, gotten, and he's gotten close. Yeah, he's not Manziel, but my lord, he's done. I mean, he's done some strange, strange things. So, and in this town, forget it. You're just so many opportunities for trouble. Yep. Not that I would know. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah. I. You know, we said last year that this is the biggest offseason in Redskins history. This one's even bigger, I, I guess. I mean, we, the more he sticks around, the bigger they get. <clears throat> yep. So, and and Jay Gruden said a few days ago he's sick of this one year deal. That's crap. another factor too. There's and just then, so many factors to this. I agree it's with crazy. That. You know, and actually, Jay's the, the dialogue going with Jay, what he's been saying recently when he was asked to assess the season, mm-hmm. and he immediately associated Kirk Cousins with the seven and nine record. That's the way Kirk took it. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't take it well. And I, no. for someone as as diplomatic and as even keeled as Kirk, I he brought he he, he brought it up. He yeah, did bring it up. He he answered it honestly. And because at times when I that interview last week, I was like, Kirk, just you know, stick it to him. Yeah, be honest. Like right. they're now, a bunch of idiots. And, I love Jay. Jay. Jay, as opposed to his predecessor, who flat out told us he lied to our faces, Mike Shanahan. Uh, 
Jay has a, a very difficult time lying or mm-hmm. telling, you know, trying to get around the truth. He, you can tell. Uh, am I missing the 510 train? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just, you know, if, if he just, he'll try when he doesn't want to answer it completely, he'll try, but he, you can still tell where his heart lies and what he's trying to say. So, um, and Kirk, I think Kirk misread, and I think because we are, because everybody analyzes, they parse every word somebody says. They're like, oh, Kirk, uh, Jay took a long pause before answering the question. Okay, dude, that's because he's, I mean, he's a human and he's gathering his thoughts and he's trying to, he's gonna, about to go on a stream of consciousness theory. He needs to take a second. You can't just blurt it out and seven and nine, and he's right. Seven and nine, you can't say quite truthfully, seven and nine, uh, my quarterback was really good. Well, you can't say that. And that's what he said. He's like, I, I can't say that he was great because we were seven and nine. And Kirk thinks that's all on me. Well, he's, that's part of it. You, uh, the question was asked about Kirk. Yeah. So he's putting him in that answer. Uh, you know, fortunately, I think Jay and Kirk really have a thick enough skin that it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. But it's so. what we talk about. So I was listening to the podcast you did with JP Family Redskins Talk mm-hmm. on NBC Sports Washington. And, you know, this, kind of along, this, along these lines, that question was brought up. Do like, you think Jay coming out saying that was him saying to the Redskins front office, okay, sign him now? Or do you think he just he just wants a resolution? What he said, tell me, I'm tired of a one-year. Yeah, tell yeah. me who my quarterback is. Right. Are we getting rid of him? Is he walking or is, were we signing him long to you? I think he was going on record as saying, I'm, I'm, I've had enough. Uh, and if we want to really be successful, let's get this guy signed. And if we're not going to sign him, let's find somebody that we can sign because Jay's job is is tied in yeah. to that. And so it's like he's alerting everybody. All right, we've been doing this with some crazy stuff going on. Let's let's get him in. And if we're not, then fine. Let's let's move on. But I am on record as saying I can't keep doing this. Yeah, it doesn't help our offense. And I think he already he also said that. He he would like Kirk to stay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's, not, he's yeah. absolutely said it. He's, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, and that's what. If you're going to take him pausing, taking a deep breath, yeah. you also have to realize the guy literally said, "I want Kirk Cousins as the quarterback of the Washington Redskins," and, and he's he, done a really good job. He staked his job on it years ago yeah. because it was, you know, we start, started Kirk um, abruptly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, in uh, 2015, yeah. and he if it didn't work out, he was going to get fired that year. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, I remember that. I called oh, yeah. the preseason game when yeah. Kirk started and Robert was supposed to be injured, but he wasn't. Or he came out like, during yeah. the pregame at, at the Raven Stadium. He came out, Robert did, to work out. Yeah. And everybody's like, what, what's he doing on the field? But that's Robert. He was like, I'm, I'm showing everybody I can still – I'm fine. I should <laughs> be playing. It was like just – the drama was incredible. Yeah. All right, so my second question, that was part one. My second question, <laughs> aside from Kirk Cousins, what's the biggest offseason need for the Redskins this, this year? Um, are we recording? We are still recording, <laughs> okay. yes. Um, biggest offseason. Ter- on field. Let's talk about roster, not. Biggest on field need. The roster. Hmm, on the roster. Yeah, what do we need to, where do, we, where do you think the Redskins need to improve the most? Right, aside don't. from. Resigning okay. Kirk Cousins don't or a quarterback don't situation. Don't need a running back. Don't need a quarterback, we think. Uh, receivers, they'll be fine. Tight end, could be uh, with Jordan. Um, I think that's a good question. Uh, O-line, I'm just mulling over here in my helm head. Trent's going to be fine. I'm fine. O-line's fine. Uh, yep. I think, I think uh, 
I think, well, I think a linebacker that can cover would be great. So. <laughs> cover, cover a tight end specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Just I a think, tight end. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. What's how do linebackers can cover tight ends? They actually, they funny actually, enough, they do. On, yeah, they, yeah. on thirty-one Since other teams, when? a lot yeah. of times they can. Uh, it's no, actually, yeah. it's, actually, it's actually a thing. It's actually a thing. <laughs> Believe yeah. it or not, oh, yeah. is it in Google? Yeah, it's, yes, it might a, be. It, uh, so yes, uh, you've heard of cover corners. I'd like a cover linebacker. It says um, it's a, Google says I have limited connectivity problems. <laughs> Perfect. Well, and and so do the linebackers. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think that's I think that would be a, a key. I think they've got a good push. Jonathan Allen comes back is going to be great. Yeah, it's unfortunate the Liz Frank and and a lot of times the Liz Frank can be career ending. I think he's yep. on the right track already. So he changes that defense. So I think a I think a, a cover linebacker, a guy who can go out and cover in space and allow those DBs who are flying around uh, to get some work done. So that's that's I think I think linebackers a need big time. Like One thing we've already seen, Bobby, was uh, Quentin Dunbar was resigned. Yes, yes, that's and big. With that resigning, popular resigning by, yeah. the, by the whole squad. Yeah, and he, I like him. I like him a lot. So, yeah, and so I mean, Breeze gone. Yeah, that was yeah. my net. You'd think, Bree, you'd think, think, most likely. Yeah, most likely. I liked him, and people were like, oh, I saw him get burned. I get, he's a corner. Everyone gets burned. Yeah. Every good. Yeah, and this, he had a good year. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he in did. a contract year. Yeah, yeah I he thought he did. Year. I think anybody who's an evaluator in the NFL level is going. Mm-hmm. I want that guy. Yeah, he's got some stones. Yes. Yeah. You know, J- JP, your your colleague made a really good point. He goes, everyone thinks you know when Jonathan Allen went out, the defense changed shape, mm-hmm. and he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Monte Nicholson was a big difference too. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, a healthy Monte Nicholson was. I mean, where did this guy come from? I remember when he was drafted. I was like, who? Yeah. I mean, that was like right. when everyone was looking at the draft, like, I don't know about this Nicholson guy from yeah. Michigan State. And, yeah. I mean, he flew all over the field. And when you, I mean, training camp, when you, you know, you, you see the draft and you see trades and stuff like that, and then you come out to the field and then you see some guys walk out and you go, who's that linebacker? It's not a linebacker. <laughs> That's a safety. <laughs> That's a safety. You know, holy moly. Yeah, there's some, there's some studs. Uh, if you're healthy. If, if you're healthy. healthy. If you're healthy. But I'm not now, healthy right but now. now. should our... Defense completely change if we lose two rookies. Yep. You know, like yep. Jonathan Allen. Yes, fantastic player, stud. Going to be. I still can't believe that he fell to seventeen. Oh, unbelievable! I'm unbelievable. still in shock. That's guys panic. They panic. You know, because of a shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And then the Liz Frank happens. Yeah. That's bad. Monte. He what was he fifth round? Fourth. Fourth round, I think. Yeah. Fourth or fifth round. Yeah. You know, I would want. I would say if I like this, the safe play. If you look at the draft, I, I love the draft. You love the draft. Tom <laughs> loves the draft. I love right? the draft. Yeah. Love what do you, what do you love about it? I don't know. I'm just okay. obsessed with it. Like finding Everything. these these mid round picks, and I love the uh, fan sided. Tom like can... takes off work for the combine, so he can sit home and really? watch the combine. Okay, I used to write for the Beach Report. He takes I notes. The, I wrote he takes notes. For okay, years. All right. Um, you ever been out there for that? No. Oh my love god. To. I mean, now we're not allowed to go out to the field, but yep. we just hang out in the uh, hallway or the, where, where the media is allowed to hang out, and you know. Coach after coach comes in for the presser, and owners sometimes might come in, and, and GMs and stuff, and it's it is wild. The best is going to the San Elmo's uh, restaurant. Oh yeah, oh. where the, uh, the that, that's the, a that's a Ron Swanson location. The, the hottest uh, cocktail the... sauce nice. ever. <laughs> I can, you can actually order that online, and I have. I just like watching Mike Mayock talk about hips yes, swinging. And, yes. And, yeah. <laughs> What's his gait? I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could stand to not see Rich Eisen run a 40 oh, ever yeah. again. <laughs> run, yeah. Rich, run. It's terrible. Um, okay, so when I, when I think about the draft, you want to say, when I was watching last night's championship game, I was like, I want every Alabama defensive lineman on this team right away. <laughs> and so I, would, you could, I feel like the safe play would say, yeah, you defensive line, defensive line help. 
because as soon as Allen was out, or we were left with Ziggy Hood. Yeah. I mean, AJ Francis, good, did, but yeah, AJ no. Francis actually did pretty well. Right. But Lanier actually showed hey, up. Go well. Eagles! Yeah, I knew, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Ioannidis. Um, the two biggest free agent busts, which Ioannidis I hate, was huge. Yeah. huge. Um, he with a club on his hand. Yeah, because I would, I would be, I doubt that Terrell McLean and Stacy McGee are both going to be on the roster next year. Right. Maybe one of the two. Mm-hmm. So you could say defensive line, especially the versatile that can um, generate a pass rush from the interior. I mean, Ioannidis and Allen to. together, they were um, just to. monstrous. Up the middle bothers quarterbacks. Up the middle, please. It yeah. really bothers please quarterbacks. Please and thank yep. you. Yep. And um, Carrie can come around the outside. Yeah. That would be fine. That's yep. what we need. And um, at the same time, you know, Kirk Cousins has put up incredible numbers in this offense. And he did so again this year without, without a receiver. Without a receiver, without a tight end. Without, without a tight end. And without a steady running back. What Correct. can... What can he or do? What can, what can this offense everything. do? Everything. Everything. <laughs> what can this offense do again with a premier wide receiver? Yeah. I, I would say this would probably be uh, picked via free agency because they've already drafted, uh, spent a first-round pick on Josh Doxson, and uh, I feel like the safer play might be something via free agency. But, um, yeah, I, Ryan Grant, no. Brian Quick, no. I mean, no. Jameson Crowder is going to rem- remain in the slot, I yeah. think, and Terrell Pryor was a complete – Bust. Know, bust. And so you, I, would, I would say wide receiver would be a, a, a big yeah. need. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Although if you have if, – if Jordan's healthy and Chris Thompson's healthy, yep. Josh Dotson, while he he's still learning, and you saw his athleticism, you saw him be able to get to balls that not m- most humans could get to. Yeah. Yep. So Absolutely. when you have defenses now that go, oh, I got right, – we got we to find Chris and certainly we got to find Jordan – now Josh gets single coverage, and I, I dare say that he, you know, once he's in the air, it's he's gotten his hands on balls. Now he's got to be like, yeah, it's, I think it's going to change for him. So, so my thing with Dotson was he, you know, there was the whole thing in training camp. He didn't get a lot of reps, mm-hmm. and you know, because he, he was hurt. early in the season right. too. He was hurt and early in the season, right? And I think this conversation came up after the Kansas City game when he dropped. What would have been the game-winning touchdown? Mm-hmm. And I think you know tough what? catch. That, it's yeah, tough catch. It's a tough yeah. catch. Yeah. But I think with actual game reps, he comes down with that right. because you can't simulate that in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're usually going up against you know some jag on you know <laughs> on, on the practice squad or right. whatever. Um, he abused yeah. folks. He abused the folks during during the uh, practice. So but I think his 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 ceiling is yeah, just big upside. Big upside. See, with, with Doxson, I think all the physical tools are there. Chick mentioned his route running. He just needs the reps. That's something that's problematic. He doesn't create any separation. Right. All these amazing plays that he's making, he has right. a first, uh, corner draped all over him. Right. And, you know, he reminds me of a poor man's Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant, or that wide receiver in the Steelers' offense, does really well because everyone, their entire um, secondary is focused on Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Doxson could be a great Robin. Yeah. But he's not going to be a Batman. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's. Uh, I watched the game. Santana Moss does our Redskins overtime show, so we all. I love sit, him too. We all sit and watch the game, <laughs> oh, and immediately after Kirk threw the horrible interception in the end zone, uh, it was the last game um, when Dotson came across. Oh yeah, that yep. was really Trevor bad. was like, uh, "What a what a," and I, I, I even said, "What a what a terrible throw, Kirk! Yeah. You can't throw in a triple coverage." Santana said, "Let's let's see the replay," and when he looked at it. Clearly, to him, Josh Doxson is supposed to basically go th- cover the face 
of the of the uh, the guy, the defender. Instead, what he saw when he when he came and, and turned on that post route and saw the safety coming, he's supposed to co- cut in front, but for whatever reason, he just kind of looked, dodged, and took a step to the left towards the back of the end zone. Well, that just left that entire place open. So, was it a smart throw? No, triple coverage. But yeah. if he goes in front. It's a, it's a collision. It's him getting a hand on the ball, but instead the guy's got a free pick. And so bad route run, bad thrown as well. So Whatever's going, yeah. oh, what a horrible play by Kirk. Well, two guys yeah. did that tango. I'm not, yeah. saying, I'm not saying Josh is you know there already. I'm just saying he still needs to continue. Because he had a – The he, ceiling is his, there. Absolutely. His career is helped yeah. to a slow start. Yeah. Yeah. It was technically his rookie year. Yeah, right. right. Jerry Rice couldn't catch – I mean, remember seeing the, the, the story on Jerry – his first season, and, and, and certainly the first half of the season, he dropped everything to where he was now, during practice, they were throwing bricks at him to catch the – he was catching bricks on purpose because well. he's like, all right, you, you, you have to catch this or you're going to break a leg. And so they like, okay, and that's what he did. And all of a sudden, boom, the light went off and he caught everything. And Doxon came from a spread offense in TCU yeah. where their offense, their, their playbook is rather simplistic. Right. There's not a route tree. There's not a lot of you know, specificity in, towards, in right. terms of what they're supposed to do. You just run. And Kirk, yeah, Kirk just is, get open. And, and yeah. Kirk is a precise timing yeah. guy. That's why they yeah. offseason they all need to be together, hanging yep. out if he's the quarterback and, and working out. Yep. Yep. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep going. <laughs> I can talk about this shit all day. Oh, my God. Um. Well, now that the Redskins season is over, we, we're focusing on the Caps and the Wizards. And you know, I asked Chick this right before we started with move, transitioning to the Wizards here, real quick. We all, we lo- I love the Wizards so much. Ian yeah. does too. Yeah. Bobby does too. Really? Uh, yeah, we love them. And Order. I'm a big. Uh, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, more of a college hoops fan. You know what? You know that, but, they, they give me. You gonna tell the story about the auto Porter? God, damn. we'll get there. <laughs> Any, anyways, that's a no. Um, <laughs> so, you know, when you think about DC basketball, you think about you know, Demath always comes to example, or the WCAC yes. alone, yes. or just uh-huh. you know recruit out of Prince George's County alone, and you have an all-star team, uh-huh. and you could say there's a big fan base for Maryland, there's a big fan base for Georgetown, but for some reason, when it comes to the Wizards, the fan base is apathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's not many, you know, huge Wizards fans. And I, I find that, I mean, I guess it was over 35 years of, you know, not winning a division title. They were terrible year and year after year and year again. I, I just find it now that the team is good and they're, you know, on their way to make a playoff appearance for a second straight season. You know, what, that's at four to the last five, yeah. knock on wood. You know, I, why isn't no one... Why is still <laughs> sorry? Why is still the Capital One? Is not it, it's not Verizon Center anymore. It's a Capital One Arena. The, the, why is the Another wallet? Mouthful. Yeah. Why is it's the like wallet the not? Center. Why is it only half so full? Stupid. Like, and what's weird though is because when Halfway. Gilbert was doing this ten years ago, that Verizon Center was filled up, filled to the brim every single week yeah. or every single night. Why is it? Why does a professional basketball you're asking take me? I'm, looking I'm, at me. I'm just, you know, in general. I have my answer. My answer, I am a college basketball fan more than an NBA fan. I think the NBA brand of basketball is boring. Unless it's the Warriors or the Spurs. The Wizards are pretty fun the to Wizards watch, are, man. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm, I'm in general. The Wizards. Okay, the Wizards. Sorry. In general. It depends on the game. It's a lot of <laughs> isolation, zero defense, um, timeouts. You know, it's six fouls to foul out. There's no real 
I mean, obviously there can be drama. Can the playoffs steps. are interesting. Yeah, the travel is just unbelievable. Crab I dribble here and there. Crab am a big <laughs> fan of pure basketball. That's why I love high school hoops and I love college hoops. Yeah, well, well, see, well, the thing is, I always <clears throat> thought that to in DC for DC sports, you put on a good product, people will show up. Yeah, you know, ten years ago, no one was showing up for Caps games. You yeah, know, ten ten years ago, no one was showing up for Nats games. Now both of those teams are good and they have a great home field advantage. Why is that not the case for the Wizards? Right, yeah. I don't well, understand. Again. If you win, they come. And when the Wizards, at the back end of the season, that place will get to that point. I've, I used to be the sideline guy for the Wizards when yeah. Eddie Jordan was the coach. Yep. And it was the big three, Antoine and, yep. and Gilbert. That was uh, some of the most fun I've had as a ridiculous. basketball fan. Ridic- and the place was filled, and, the, and it jumped. And But there's such a question mark about this team. Even though they've been good and they're f- exciting to watch, they have not been – they haven't gone anywhere. They haven't done anything, right? So – this, this town, it's our town. They are a front-running town. As much as they are diehard Redskins fans, they are a front-running town. Absolutely. Because, yeah. right, and be, part of that is, we joked about it, but the transit nature. Everybody comes from all over the place. So these folks who are from all, all over the country, they want to see a winner. They want to see a winner. And uh, the Wizards, okay, let's get to the first round of the playoffs. And <laughs> okay, well, thanks. Thanks for that. And they're gone. So, the, so then it takes them a whole half season to let go. Oh, the Wizards are playing? Oh. Yeah, I heard that John Wall guy's an all-star. So it's, I mean, look at the all-star voting. Bradley, Bradley Beal not... should be freaking, Bradley Beal is balling out and Sing. he's getting outvoted by <laughs> so a mad. guy who's, you know, dead. So. <laughs> he's a current player of the week. But, but see, you, I mean, you, you were the sideline reporter during those Eddie Jordan days. Mm-hmm. They did the wiz, This Wizards era has gone farther than they ever did. Why? Do, what's the difference? Did they? Yeah, they won more round. games. Yeah, the one only time game. they won a, a first round was against Chicago, right? When Gilbert, Gilbert. hit that buzzer, and they got swept and by got, the Cavs, and then they were well, the heat. Yeah, the, I got uh, the water poured on cap. me that day. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I was. Yeah, Eddie Jordan had a cup in his hand, and we were both sitting at the end of the court. And Gilbert hit the shot, and Eddie just jumped up. And, <laughs> I'm getting ready to do the interview, and the water just all over my suit. And, Dagger! Uh, yeah. In, in, in typical Tom fashion, I had my head down because I was so uh, I was so worried, really? and, and so I was so worried. And then, you, of course, Gilbert made it. You, you didn't know. watch? You didn't watch the I, I, game? I, you know, like, Did just as soon as he hit it, then. Yeah, he hit it, yeah. okay. But last year, the Wizards made a game seven in the second round. Right. Never Farthest they've ever gone. Right. But and, and, and at that point, fans were showing up. It's not a it's not a Wizards town. As much as Ted Leonsis would love it to be a Wizards Capitals town, it's not. Redskins are the needle movers. I will say. John Wall is I will one of the s- best athletes that we have. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Have yeah. I will time. say that DC is just becoming a sneaky hockey town. Because They've been it's because yeah, 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 yeah. it's because the run of success the Caps have had, mm-hmm. but you're but all all Caps so it's fans, past what eleven years. They they all Caps fans are just waiting for the shoe to drop. Right, that's what they do. Yeah, they wait for the, I was there when they went to the Cup with with Ron Wilson. Ninety nine, and ninety eight. You know, uh, I'm like, okay, we thought this is going to be good. We're going to have a good run. Not so much. Yeah, it's yeah. been heartbreak ever since, and in the worst possible way but you can find just any old person who's just a casual sports fan and they know a lot more about hockey than you would expect them to right. because but, the caps yeah, are good true. but back to the the wizards is that you know there's such a, a pride there there's such a familiarity with dc high school basketball mm-hmm. and the same thing could be applied for college maybe not as much as you know it's not gary williams anymore at the same time there's still like a you know there's a big following for college basketball why is that not applied for That's the a nba question. It's a good question. I don't know. And, and, the, and the fact that this happened 10 years ago and it was selling out, why is it not now? When there's more superstars in the NBA than there were 10 years ago, maybe, I mean. Is it because of the LeBron James? Is it because of the Steph Curry's? I was going to say that. That it doesn't I was gonna matter s- what we do? 
I was gonna, it's the super team kind of effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, we everyone knows we're not Cleveland. Yeah. We're not Boston. We're not San Antonio, Golden State. Because, like Ian said, at the end of the day, does really, do you really think the Wizards are going to make the NBA Finals this no. year? <laughs> so are, are you really going to go spend money to go see? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I, know you, I know you are. But, like, as yeah. a casual fan, you know, I, I guess it's like. It's just upsetting to me because, you know, this team has been just laughably bad for decades. Yeah. And they, they have, even though despite, at the spite of the terrible general manager, don't get me started. Anyways, oh, yeah, we, we have premier players in John Wall and Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. People should watch and enjoy it. Right. Appreciate it. And Otto Porter. And Otto don't, Porter. Don't, yeah, maybe maybe Otto. Pretty, He's maybe, a local guy, too. He went to Georgetown. Maybe yeah. it's because of the production value on NBC Sports Washington. Hey, <laughs> nice they, just, they just want to sit at home with a nice drink and watch the team Man play. knows the game. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Chenier's my hero. Mm, so the truth. With this... Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Phil, I don't want to talk about Phil. <laughs> that was so sad. Don't get us, don't get us um, choked up. Aside from the rest... Now the rest of the season is over, yep. Chick... Which of the local teams? I guess there's only two, but you can also count Maryland hoops, mm-hmm. um, which or Georgetown hoops, whatever you want to talk about. Which no. team are you most looking forward to? Like, if you could cover a team, or if I could, or more excited about, I should yeah. say. Well, I mean, it, it used to be when we let's see, our network went to a three-team coverage this last year, so it's just Wizards, Capitals, Redskins. It used to be, I come off a of Redskins straight into Terps basketball, straight into March Madness. It was the greatest stretch. I wasn't Jim Nance. Because Jim had that great stretch from the Final Four to the Augusta, mas- the Masters, yeah. But it was a really good stretch, and now we don't do that. So I, you know, I'm buried in his draft. Basically, I'm buried now. <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning. To, I'm beginning to prep for the draft because that's what's next. Thirteenth pick, who we get and how we get it. Blah blah blah. Um, if I'm looking forward to anybody, it's it's the it's both the two pro teams, Wizards and Capitals. I'm looking to see yeah, if they yeah. can get over the hump. Uh, you know, Ovi's not getting any younger. In fact, yep. all that gray hair scares me. Yep. That he's got. A little uh, frightening. But really, he's, you know, he's playing. He's playing. Playing out of his mind. Absolutely playing with his mind. Ryan Zimmer in 2.0 yeah. Yeah. this year. The same thing with the Wizards. I mean, I would hope that they would get further. I would hope that they would push through. Um, but I said it earlier in the, in the show. I think there's something in the water. So something tells me something on that Wizards roster is going to go wrong. Somebody's uh. going to trip over a freaking – Cat. I want to slam my head through the... Yeah, don't, do that. don't do that. <laughs> I feel like it's a combination between that, but also with Washington fans of, of being... Redskins being the biggest part of it, but just that contact sport and being successful. And the difference between Wizards just... Besides being the, the great games, I mean, even watching them and being you know a hometown fan with, with you guys and watching the games, just being bored. But the Capitals are not boring. No. The Capitals are physical as fuck. And every time they go in there and they, they just play their hearts out, but then they just get to the end yeah. and they drop the ball. That's I think that's the difference between the two. They play with the puck, by the way. It, See, I'm, I'm <laughs> thanks, Chick. Uh, thanks, Chick. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought when when John Wall hit that buzzer beat, that game winner in Game Six Ugh. at home, huge, and moment. then he stood up on that on that. My town. My town. He goes, this is my city. Then they interviewed me, like, don't come to my city and think you're going to win. I was like, <laughs> we, were, we were screaming. We were a little intoxicated. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were at a bachelor party. <laughs> we were at a bachelor party. We were, uh, that was the biggest shot of our Wizards fandom, bullet, bullet slash Wizards fandom. Bigger than Paul Pierce's. So there, no, yeah, was, absolutely. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, that one, you know he meant to do. Right? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he called game. <laughs> but game. I, I really thought when that when he made that shot, I was like, that's that's what's going to keep that's, the straw is going to break the camera. Everybody, everybody thought so too. I was like, yeah, "That's what's yeah. going to make people start coming yeah. in." It was iconic like, you know, move. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It, it was. Regardless of the outcome, yeah. it still was. No. 
And to, and to have an athlete like that who has embraced, you know, John comes into the Carolinas to, to embrace coming here and doing what he's done. He's not the most, uh, you know, media-friendly uh, guy. I mean, he's not bad. I mean, he's, he's been good to us, um, but he's, you know, it's not like, like he embraces the He's media. not particularly articulate. Right. He's just, he's focused, mm-hmm. right? He's just playing his game and, oh, you want to come along for the ride? Let's come along for the ride. And then there are those moments when he feels... DC. And, I mean, yeah. he was painted on a mural. That was the so same cool. as Jim Vance, and that in this town, so that cool. is right. that is big. Yeah. That was because so cool. I, I mean, put myself on there. I put a stick figure. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody can I see noticed. it, but it's there. I noticed. It's there. I, yeah. I took a snap. I've had enough bit. chili dogs what, there. <laughs> what was that like ten years ago covering that, covering that team, Which selling team? out? At, oh, at, I mean, it was you know, it was it was crazy because you didn't know what Gilbert was going to do on the court or say in the locker room. Uh, Antoine Jameson was just the quintessential great answer. Weapons. Uh, <laughs> right, right? So we do right? know that. And Karan Butler was so – Karan Butler was such a warrior. And to this day, I still don't – I went to – he said – I said, I want to go to Racine, Wisconsin, where you're from, and, and do your story. Because folks who kind of knew his story knew that yep. he had been in prison when he was young. Yep. So I said – well, can I? It's your favorite player. Can My I favorite come? Player and uh, he goes, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take you." So we went to Racine, and I spent three days there. And I went to the prison where he stayed. I, I sat in the cell where he stayed, and he went there as a fourteen, fifteen-year-old. But because he was so big, they put him with the men. Oh my oh, so it was, you know, he was like, "That's that's what he said." Oh shit! <laughs> right? and, and so you know, and just like just like movies. You know, you got to set the tone so nobody f's with you. Yeah. And he did as a fourteen-year-old. He was, you know, he made he laid his claim to his room and you know, and his own body. <laughs> not surprised me. But uh, we went. We were walking through the streets. I'm sorry, I'm rambling here. We went walking through the streets of Racine, and I and I, we got to a street corner, and he said, "This is where I used to, we used to sell." And I stopped. I looked at my camera and I said, "Hold on a second. And I looked at Karan. I said, "Are you sure you want to say this?" <laughs> and he's like, it's my story, right? I go, yeah. Is it okay? <laughs> well, let's go. So he talked about how he, the guys could see the cars coming from, there's a big square, and once they made the right turn, he knew they were going to, you know, and so they were basically, there's whistles and some, basically, it's like audibles. I feel like I'm watching The Wire. Right? It was, right? Ama- it was what it was. It was amazing. And he's describing a drug deal. And I'm just sitting there going, this is, a, at that point, a 12-year-old going through this. <sighs> and like, you, you know. And I said, you, do you, do you, and here you are now today. And he goes, yeah, I'm blessed. I mean, you know, to go through the what I went through. Uh, and I'm, he was an yeah. all star at that time too. Yeah. When you were oh my gosh. Game. You know, yeah. it was just, it was amazing. And on top of that, I was coming from also, like I said, covering the Terps. I mean, he, you know, playing for UConn. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Right. There was That's the their 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 run to the to the national championship yeah, went we, through Karan Butler. The best right. Basketball games I've ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah. And I remember. Uh, <laughs> Jim Calhoun asked answered the question because there was I guess the Villanova kid was in there too and they asked Calhoun uh, why didn't you go for and I forgot who the guy's name was and Calhoun just ripped the guy to shreds I have Karam Butler I couldn't get two so who 
Who did you want me to get? Karan scored 38 tonight. <laughs> Who the fuck did you want me to get? <laughs> and the, the writer's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good point. I mean, you're, not, you're not paying the players, so never mind. But, but it was, you know, so no, that run was phenomenal. And, and, and you know, Gilbert, as goofy as he was, he liked to have fun. He was, it was, it was, it was yeah. a great run. Eddie gave us access. Uh, we became friends. We're still friends. Local we guy, golf. too. Local guy, John Carroll, uh, high school. Um, yeah, so is. it was it was a great run. You're excited. It was like the place was going nuts. They were winning. It was um, must see TV every night. It was. Every game. It was. You know, it was. And I think what made them different was what made them so you know unique because you had the the bombasticness of Gilbert, and mm-hmm. then you had the professionalism of Antoine, and then yeah. Karam Butler was like, "I'm so glad he's on my side." Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Are, yeah. You don't. You would not. You are not to mess with Karan or yeah. one of his boys because. You were going to feel it if you did. And they were, I mean, there was really only one season when they were all healthy. And yeah. that was when they, um, but they went toe to toe with LeBron every single crab dribble. That was a crab dribble. Yeah. Oh my God. We're never going to get over the crab dribble. Oh my God. How the fuck can we? <laughs> <laughs> that and walking up to, to uh, Gilbert on the free and throw. And the line. free throw. Oh. 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 Son of a. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Triggered. You know what? What's weird about Gilbert, though? We were talking about this this week. Was why don't I hate Gilbert? Like why? Like considering what his be, behavior and what he, he gave did, us so many good years because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't shit in your shoe. <laughs> He's not wrong. True. That's why. That actually happened, Porter. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Well, it happened. Yeah. I, I'm just. I'm grateful that like he he brought he put DC basketball on the map. Yeah. And I. And just gun control. Appreciated it. Yeah. <laughs> and gun, yeah. We got we got a bunch of hibachi restaurants. Yeah. yeah. Gun control. Javar's Crittenden's in prison. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shouldn't have said that. Not bad. <laughs> that <wasn't>. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. We found Whoops. it. We found it. Got it. And that's, it was Tom of all that's people. That's the line. Tom crossed it. Got it. Good job, Thomas. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm sure he listens. Do you want to uh, do you want to get to this week's picks? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Do you have? Um, I guess we all picked the same picks. Yes, we did. Week, we, yeah. do. we do. We do. So all so we, of us, like I said, because I was a giant. How did you all do? There's, there's, there's I, no I guess way, there is no way to go against anything that we ever picked. Um, like we Titans, all four of us picked the, the, the Chiefs. All four of us picked the Chiefs beating the Titans. Obviously, mm-hmm. that did not happen. No way. All of us picked the Rams to beat the Falcons. I changed my answer. I'm a giant pussy. Mm-hmm. All of us picked the big dreamy. <laughs> all of us picked the Jags to win. The Wonder Kid. They win. Yeah. All of us picked the Saints to win. So mm-hmm. two and two all around. We were three, three and four. Uh, three out of four, excuse me. Three out of so three and one. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. No. Two. No, two yeah. and two. Yeah. two. I was gonna say, wait, wait. Is there math? We, we got Saturday wrong with, for sure. With, with a healthy Kelsey, it would have been wow. three and four. Uh, probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Twenty one to three. Yeah. With, with and then when Kelsey went out. I mean, how do you not score I, a single point in the yeah, second that's half? That's true. Kelsey, I'm watching the end of that first half. I I, I was yeah, like, Kareem Hunt did, and Terry Kill. I mean, no yeah. point, no points. No points. I, I, and I Malarkey saved his job because he was probably going to get fired yeah. at the end yeah. of that. Yeah. And um, Mariota's been a shell of himself. Yeah. If anything. When he Ridiculous. hit that guy in the head with that ball, yeah. and then walked it into the end zone, I was. Uh, and that's when it was 23, yeah. 21 to 3. And they, they went. Yeah. All right. And so that was the beginning. Chick, of what it. we do is we kind of do a, a a snake draft. So we go this what's, way. And what's then we the go order now? When we, uh, we'll, the order is different now. Well, uh, let's just do like I'll a, do, a I'll horseshoe. Do, I'll, I'll start it. Yeah, let's do a horseshoe. Okay. okay. So the Falcons, after coming overcoming mm-hmm. a um, upset victory in Los Angeles, are playing at Philadelphia. The Falcons are favored by three. Doesn't matter, Falcons. I'm taking Falcons. 
That is a popular pick. I mean, no, Nick, Nick Foles. Carson Wentz is out. Nick Foles is in. Okay. Um, I'll go. I'll go the Falcons, too. Yep. Are they going to um, – minus three, so that's essentially a coin flip. How, how would Philly win this game? Their defense. Their defense has to step up. Their, and... their defense is legit. No, I know, but yeah. that's how Philly would win this game. Yeah. Atlanta's, Atlanta's winning on defense now, too. I mean – they're not putting up the same offensive numbers like they did last year. Devontae Freeman's not putting up the same. But if you're Ryan. putting head-to-head offenses, I'm taking so Atlanta. When I, so therefore, when I think has about to, Atlanta, because I thought last year there's no way Matt Ryan was an MVP. There's, you would think the law of averages would bring him down a little bit because he's good, but good lord, he's not that good. And yes, there's missing Kyle Shanahan, but you know it's it's going to average out. He's not this bad when the Falcons were in a rut earlier in the season, so. I mean, where does that where does that level up? Yeah. I mean, they're still a good team, but are they the team that blew I mean, away twenty? I think he's league? definitely better than Nick Foles. Therefore, yeah. that's why I feel his defense needs to step up and yeah. okay and Jake, give Nick Foles a chance. Jake, who you got? Uh, just look at what teams who've been in the Super Bowl the previous year do. They come back. So Falcons. Uh, you saw it last week. Falcons never panicked. Yeah. Falcons will get it done in Philadelphia historically, right? Just God, that'd be can't, great. Can't get it done. What, I mean, what's what better way for the Philly? To, this is the this is one of the few times where my fandom does come out. I hate Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, we all agree. Yeah, so. Agreed. I hate yeah. Philly. Even when I, B. Mitch was playing, I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just drink up their tears of infallible sadness. Yes, I yes. love it so yeah. much. It, um, yeah, but like that plus, you know. Philly's the number one seed. A wild card. A number six seed has never been the favorite over number one seed. You could yep. say oh, there's a lot of pressure on Philly right now. Yep. There's almost no pressure on them. I yeah. think they're going to come in loosey goosey. Sure. And, and you know, the Cowboys won as a wild card. And Cruz to a win. God damn it. And Cruz to a win. <laughs> you yeah, said Philly, Bob? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. You said, you said the line? Falcons are going to Cruz to a win. No, it's, it's Falcons all around. Okay. It's Falcons all around. All right. Uh, Chick, you have a slot. My, my, uh, I have a what? my spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, you got, <laughs> okay. Sweet. You got your name there. Yep. Yes. Um, Porter, yes. your next. Oh, am I? Cool. I got the mic now. Yep. Um, Titans at New England. New England's favored by 13 and a half points. Now, this is... Are you paying points or no? Yes. See, now, this one I think we should... We'll, we'll, we'll do the normal pick and then points as well. Okay. Now, a lot came out in New England this week with the Belichick, Brady, Garoppolo, Robert Kraft debacle and, yeah. and whether it was trouble in paradise, what have you. Yeah. Now, I would say I would never want to play the Patriots when they're pissed off. I'll stop. Porter, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's the Patriots. They're they're beating the Titans. You taking the points too? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. That's fair to say. <laughs> New England all the way around. There's, there's no fucking way. The fucking if the uh, Titans beat the Patriots, holy shit! Like Jesus Christ, you shouldn't have played all season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's New England all all the way yeah, around. Yeah, it's, it's all the way around. Yeah, they're just like Titans are like just getting to prison. It's gonna be ugly. <laughs> Except for my boy Henry. I yeah, like that happened. Oh, yeah, he so good. Finally got unleashed. Just let him go. Does it let make you upset that Brian Arakpo's advanced in the play? Yes, of course it does. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Osakpo? Jesus. Bro, it was Karakpo working in perfect harmony. Yes. Yeah, but no, what, what I, his name. name yeah. Before, oh, yeah. before Kerrigan was just Osakpo's rookie year. Yeah. Okay, who's up? Um, That's going to be easy. Ian, Ian uh, Jags at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's favored Pittsburgh. by seven and a half. Looks like Antonio Brown Pittsburgh. is going to play. Yeah. Although Jags put a whooping 
on them the first time. Well, Jalen Ramsey against and Antonio that's Brown. That's, that's going to be a heck of a match. Where's the game again? Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah. Chick to you, sir? That's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the Jags quarterback? Blake Bortles. Bortles. Okay, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Bortles. I'm going to say Pittsburgh too, but I'm going to pull a Lee Corso closer than the experts think. Ooh. I think that defense is going to keep them in the game. That I, I think the, the must-see TV is going to be Ramsey versus Antonio That defense yeah. is so good. It's, They're going to yeah. keep them in the game, but Pittsburgh will win. You mean Kirk, Kirk Cousins' future employer? Wow. One of, one Please of don't them. say that. One of them. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, just contradict him a little bit, but Pittsburgh is going to win, but they're they're gonna show them up, and it's gonna okay. be crazy. So the the defense gonna, is gonna handle. Quick it. little rant here: We had a bachelor party in Pittsburgh months ago. Okay, the three oh. of us went, and we hate Pittsburgh just okay. like we hate Philadelphia because okay. the you know, Penguins. Yeah. yeah, and so we get we we leave the house, we take an Uber to go to an establishment, <laughs> and we get picked <laughs> up. The appropriate word. Was yeah. it a ballet? It, Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's the Porter yep. family night out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we get picked up by a car with Pittsburgh Penguins bumper stickers, and then we get in the car, and the seats are in Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys. That cab smelled like shit. Yeah. Yeah. That guy smoked <laughs> meth. <laughs> and like, we immediately are like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm furious. Mm-hmm. Where, where are we? <laughs> Hell. We're in yeah, hell. Honestly. I was like, I, I get in the car. I was like, sir, I just want to let you know, what's it like that you've ruined my spring every spring for like the past like really ten years? How's that? What's and, that like? And Jack Ham, the driver, turned around and said, "Never mind, it's an old joke." Yeah, I get it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian got into it. The Uber driver that said the um, what was it? You guys were arking about the best team ever. You said the '92 Redskins. Oh, I don't know. Said, you, you reminded me of the story. <laughs> <laughs> you got, no, actually, no. The other one was when you he said Ovi was soft, and you oh, got really. I was in the back seat, and I was just like, "Okay, we we might get in an accident right now. <laughs> like, please, who who the fuck put Ian in the front seat <laughs> next wow. to the driver? <laughs> like, that was uh, please for the love of God, let's just get to the casino." <laughs> shouldn't have said that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong of him. Okay, it was but, wrong. But game of the uh, week. I'm agreeing with you. Saints at Vikings. Saints are favored by four. That's going to be a good game. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be. be a really good goddamn game. Is it my turn to pick? It's your turn. Fuck. Saints yeah. at Vikings. <sighs> what's what's the spread? Four to the Vikings. I think winner of this goes to the Super Bowl. Case yeah, it's, it's absolutely. Oh, God damn well, it. Future Washington Redskins, Case Keenum. One of your three quarterbacks on that Vikings team. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it can be on the Redskins roster next yep. year. Like it's how, how did they have that nice of things, by the way? Right. They're <laughs> just like, you know what? No, it doesn't matter who we get. See, <laughs> the other backstory to this is that Ian and I, who have been best friends since fifth grade, mm-hmm. not no five, five years old, excuse me, yeah. uh, since, yeah, since we were, you know, five's the number, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you don't even know him, do you? We are completely, <laughs> we are two games apart. Two games. So two that's games. what I'm just looking at. So whatever we're, you pick, we're two games apart, game. and I'm up. Right I'm now. going against. <laughs> no matter what. So whatever I pick, he's going to okay. go the other I side. I have to. I have to. Yeah, Otherwise, there's no chance. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, mm. God damn it. I don't like this at all. I'm, I'm Vikings. Yes. Oh, you pulled. You chose poorly. Thanks for you. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Bobby. Go ahead. Yeah, but either way, mark yep. it down. Um, this is a rematch, correct? Yeah. This is this is a week one game, I believe. I think yeah, because Adrian Peterson was back, yes. and then it was yeah. right. Give that god awful stare down to Sean Payton, and yeah, I think I think Sean Payton and Drew Brees are on the same page right now. 
I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Saints and the and I guess an upset. Yeah, sneaky upset. I just think because also now Minnesota. Well, they've always been indoors, but last year they were outdoors. Mm-hmm. So now they're back indoors. That plays the Saints' advantage. Are I think sure? I think they're gonna find a way. Much love for Stefan Diggs, who will blow. Oh, damn. I forgot about Diggs. <laughs> Much love. Much love. He will absolutely destroy them. That's what's going to happen. Case I Keenum is. I am a turp. Yeah. Chick Hernandez is on my side. Yeah. Yeah. Eat a dick. Yeah. yeah he's um, a Cowboys fan. Um, no, 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 no. Pump your pants. That's fucking fine. I don't care. He agrees with me. Not That's true. all that matters. Uh, for those listening, not true, not true, not true. Was, was, was a Cowboys. Was, was, was. I, Pre-Landry. I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints, too. Pre-Jerry. When yeah. when you think about the Saints, you always think, oh, Drew Brees and that that passing attack, you know, Jimmy Graham, Marcus Colston, Reggie Bush, Lance Moore, so on and so forth. Yeah. It hasn't been Drew Brees that's taken him there. Well, he's he had an amazing game last week. It's been their defense and been their running game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two headed monster two-headed of monster. Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara and that defense. That's and pretty good. Ian, what did we say? Just like uh, 09, defense is creating turnovers. Yes, opportunistic yes. defense. Yeah. And their um, first-round pick, Lattimore, their DB, is one of the best in the NFL already. Mm-hmm. He's going to supposed to cover Mr. Good Counsel, Stefan Diggs. Mr. I, good Counsel. I do want Diggs to have a good game, though. Yeah, well, always. Of course. But there's a reason why they also traded away Adrian Peterson, because they don't they really didn't need him. They got Not better. They got better so immediately much better. afterwards. Yep. He yep. said, he goes, the rookie's better than me. Well, right now, yeah. Adrian, yeah, yeah, he really is. And credit to the Saints front office and everything. They've completely transformed their team because this was – I mean, you think about the game two years ago when we absolutely mollywopped them. Yeah, was I was 20, there. Yeah, you were there. I was there. When we, when we just destroyed them. And I'm like, this team looks like they're done. I'm Googling mollywop, by the way. I'm going to Google that. That's a word. Uh, um, it's a term. I'm, I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I'm allowed hilarious. to say wop. He was like, I'm what? Italian. I'm allowed to say wop. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. we, we know terms. <laughs> wow. That is – don't, don't feel bad for not knowing it. That's yeah. not a. Yeah. I'm going to use it next week on the air. So, while we're in your we'll puppy and coach shirt, maybe, maybe patent pending. breaks on that. Yeah, patent okay. pending. Yeah, maybe yeah. research it first. Research it. Okay. Make now, sure now uh, as we wrap up, clear. as it we, be, it may be a little sexist. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Sexist? Is it? Maybe. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Wait for whopping Molly. <laughs> that's that's it's from that G- it's from sexist. GTA. Yeah, that's that's how I know. Right. But what you can do in Grand Theft Auto. Just whop a molly. Yeah, but who are they, and what can? That's that's where it. Um, I'm a believe it comes from. I'm okay. I'm guessing here. All right. Just from my own background knowledge. Reach, 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 reach. Okay, it seems like a stretch. Bobby, as as we end, uh, yes, we have sir. one last question, which was another thing that we've debated time and time again. Chick, quick question yes. for you. Okay. okay. Ready? This is the biggest biggest question of the night. Is a hamburger slash oh, cheeseburger oh God. a sandwich? Oh, thank you. Shit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Say again? Is a burger a sandwich? No. Oh! Hey! <laughs> burger's a burger. Yes. <laughs> Hold burger on, question. Okay, why? Bur- burger's about- a burger. That's, burger's that's a not, burger. That is not <laughs> Look how a reason. That is the reason. Burger is... That's the reason. Burger is set on a... Normally, for normal families, uh-huh. a different, a different uh, uh, type of bread. So, okay, so bread, a, nonetheless. No, no, not nonetheless, a different type. It's a bun. Bread, bun. nonetheless. A, look, you don't call a burger. You don't call the the bread of a burger a slice. 
Okay, it is a burger bun. Bun, not a not a bread slice. So if I put turkey on a burger bun, it's not a sandwich. If you put a turkey, no, because it's a burger. The meat is the burger. The meat. So the bun has nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, the meat is the burger. It is a burger, not a sandwich. The bun further enhances the burger. <laughs> Uh, status. I feel like you're mis. No, no sandwiches. Sa- sandwiches. A. It's a two slices. Yes. Of what bread. is a sandwich? Okay. A sandwich two, two slices, slices of, bread. of bread. You put some meat. You put some lettuce. Uh, you sound like you're describing a burger to me. But it's, there's no burger in that. Slices thing. of bread. Slices, slices of bread. There's not no a burger. Bun, there's no bun. burger. I love how passionate he is if right you now. Were, so if, what's a burger then? <laughs> so because you sound like you're describing a burger. Okay. So if you if I it sounds get, like a piece of meat in between two pieces of bread. I want popcorn. Yeah. All right. So if you had two slices of bread. And I, co- I went on the grill and cooked you a burger, and I put it on your freaking slice of bread. You'd say, thanks for the sandwich. Bullshit. 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 No. Okay. Bullshit. Okay, I would say burger. I would say burger. I would say burger. You know why burger? You know why burger? Because the burger is the thing. My argument is that a burger is a particular type of sandwich. Burger it's, it's is a specific thing. type of sandwich. No. It's no. under this sandwich umbrella. It has, <laughs> no. it has its own section. And if you look at any restaurant, what do they have? Hey! Hey! Sandwiches. Hey! Hey! That's okay, what we all, say. Shut up, all three of you. <laughs> say it again. You look at a restaurant menu. Uh-huh. There is a section for burgers and a section for sandwiches. What about the sandwiches that say? <laughs> what about the sections that say burgers and sandwiches? Those are burgers, lazy ass restaurants. Burgers. That's all that is. And sandwiches. But they, if they were they so separate. different, they would always be separate. They, they literally. It's say, not like burger you sandwich just, steaks. You just, you just said it. You just literally said burgers <laughs> and sandwiches. Okay, but that's they're what I'm saying. Two they're, different things. But they're putting them in the same column, so they're <laughs> similar. Forget they're the, the same thing. Forget the columns. You just absolutely again. You they, that's my it. point. Forget the columns because they're different on a menu. Does not mean they're different. Someone get the hook. Someone start playing the music. Someone get them off the stage. Burgers. You've lost. And sandwiches. You've lost. No. That's not true. He's so upset. Oh I my know. god! It's unbelievable. He literally said, "There's meat between two pieces of bread." Uh, that is the yeah. definition no, of a there's sandwich. A burger. There's a burger, and then we're not going through this again. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call your father and tell him I'm really ashamed. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. Well, he'll, Shots t- fired. he'll tell you that you're wrong because is he one of those two? Burgers are burgers, it's but they're under thing. the sandwich family. Family. Did he? Did he? Learn, did, he le- did you learn from Mr. That's, it's like it's like this is bourbon, but it's under the whiskey family. That's. That is true right there. Okay, yes. Yeah. So what's the difference between burger and sandwich? Okay. Oh, my God. It's a burger <laughs> and it's a sandwich. Because this is bourbon, and you're talking about sandwiches Bobby's and burgers. Just came They're not the same thing. I mean, I just... Very fakeness. <laughs> Come on, Bobby. Meet us I mean, halfway. I, I just... It's just so incorrect. Okay. I don't... I don't... I can't... I can't... I can't help you there. I mean, I've had years and years of experience in this. You're just that much younger than me that you don't... <laughs> You know, I'll give you the years. Yeah, I'm mean, not giving you a I mean, burger sandwich. How, how dare you? A burger identifies with a burger. He can. The burger can choose. It's 2018. Goddamn it! The literally, you all burger lives matter. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> that was not, good. Not, and he put up not the Nixon. sandwich lives. <laughs> yeah. See. Truth. See? You didn't say that. No. You didn't. Uh, You're right. fighting for sandwiches. Yeah. You're fighting for sandwiches, and and weirdly, you said all oh. burger lives matter. Yeah. See. I think so. you're. I think you're confused. <laughs> yeah. I think you're burger confused you right now. I, I think we can take you to a clinic. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sure it's somewhere in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, again, chick. Despite your you you 
Well, <laughs> despite your just complete wrongness about sandwiches and burgers, we really want to thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. That so was much. a great uh, discussion. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate um, it. Great insight on, on the Redskins and at DC Sports and the media and how and all burgers. that works. And yep. burgers. Yeah. And, and you mean sandwiches. Do I get a burger for um, this? No? Okay. I kind of want a burger now. Yeah, I, I do. Really I want a burger, burger now. Yeah. But um, not a sandwich. I appreciate it. No. Not a sandwich. Not a sandwich. I don't want a sandwich. I want a burger. <laughs> appreciate it. I really do. Yeah, well. You can catch Chick on Redskins. <laughs> you can catch Chick on Redskins 100 on yeah. NBC Sports Washington twice a week throughout the off season, leading up to the draft, mm-hmm. and and throughout the summer too. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So uh, make sure to check that out long for all my, your Redskins long as coverage. My contract holds up, and I'll oh, follow him man. at Always Chick forever. at NBCCS. Yeah, and NBCS. That NBCS. and thank you so much. I mean, we we were so nervous. Right. Yeah, they were so nervous. We've been watching you on television our whole life. Yeah, like, it's kind of bad. For, yeah, yeah, don't, don't say that. Um, no, 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 we, no, I appreciate thank it. Thank you. No, you should never be. He knows. He knows. Cool I was nervous too. Yeah, you're what? Right. I was nervous about these cool guys. Yeah. <laughs> you all were nervous. About, you all were nervous about the dog. That's what it really was. I was nervous about the dog. The whole time I was like, Kate is gonna be fucking fine, man. Like it's just like you know. She she grew up weird in a neighborhood where uh, actually I'm not going to say that. <laughs> we, talked, we talked about that in the group text. I'm not going to say that now. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that. Later. I can yeah. guess what it is in Racine, Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. The opposite. The opposite I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. Well, Chick, again, awesome. thank you so much for Absolutely. joining the Put Me in Coach podcast. Um, you can follow Tom Natalie at Tom underscore Natalie. I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco uh, for Gregory Porter. Ian Foster, Tom Natale, Chick Hernandez. Yep. I am Bobby Blanco. Thanks for listening. Have a good night, everybody. Night. Peace. Night. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Squeeze.